My name's Martin Campbell, and uh, I'm the director of Casino Royale, uh, here to do the commentary. I'm Michael Wilson, joining Martin. I'm one of the producers. Okay, so here we are. This is interesting. This is Prague. We shot the um, uh, most of the studio stuff and some location stuff in Prague. Uh, this sequence here, which is a sequence, a prequel almost to the movie, where Bond, prior to becoming a 007, um, or... Uh, prior to him getting his license. These are the two kills that he does in order to um, get that license. And uh, I shot this in black and white. Um, uh, we shot at the um, studios in Prague. And uh, indeed, uh, it's the introduction, of course, to Daniel Craig, the first time ever as James Bond. And um, terrific he has been, obviously, in the movie. It's uh, a good way to introduce him, I think. Uh, this sort of... Um, sinister kind of uh, almost uh, film noir uh, situation yeah, that Martin it's, managed to create. It's, it's interesting because I, I watched the Ipcris file. So for this sequence, I kind of shot it like the, the Ipcris file, a film made in England many, many years ago with Michael Caine, but, but very interestingly shot. So I, I took that as the um, almost retro tone of uh, this particular piece. Then we went on with the, uh, the center cut with this fight in the bathroom, which is uh, a good vicious action sequence to start off with. <laughs> it's very vicious. And, and uh, one of the killings, as um, you'll clearly see, is very neat and tidy. And, of course, the one in the bathroom is very messy and clumsy and vicious. And uh, it was just a way of showing that Bond, uh, particularly with an ugly killing like the one in the bathroom, is uh, he has difficulty with that, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's something that uh, he's not comfortable mm -hmm. with. This uh, this actor here, Dodd, the uh, the fellow that Bond's fighting, is uh, was a he was a doctor at one time, emergency doctor, and he decided to give it all up and become an actor. <laughs> yeah, well, he certainly needs to, he needs some of his own uh, treatment here. Mm -hmm. But uh, he did most of this stuff himself. Amazingly, he was very committed, if you remember, and they both worked um, they worked their uh, butts off to uh, make the sequence terrific. It's interesting, the difference between the two, the grain between the two black and white sequences, very smooth in the office sequence. Here it's a much more grainy, kind of ugly feel to the black and white, which Phil managed to create. Yeah. Now this originally was a much longer sequence. It started at a cricket match, which and it is... went into the, uh, so you saw how that built up. But in the final, uh, it seemed to be more... Uh, effective just to go into it like this. And also what's coming up is interesting because we end up in the bathroom and uh, it's it's a little bit of a departure for Bond because normally um, this sequence comes right at the top with the blood dripping down the barrel and then we go into a sequence and then we go into the titles. Well this time of course the blood leads us into the titles so that's certainly a, 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 um, a departure from what we're used to. Yeah, then this uh, Danny uh Danny Kleinman, Kleinman yeah. who did this, uh, the, who's done all of the title sequence recently for us, uh, has uh, you know, really took the theme of the cards 
and used all of these um, the sort of patterns that are on the back of cards, on the front of cards. To yeah, he did a terrific job. It's interesting, of course, the lack of women that we see in the title <laughs> sequence. And uh, that was a conscious decision simply because the tone of the film, uh, Bond starting out, um, because he doesn't really become James Bond until the end of the movie or the James Bond that we know, um, we we deliberately left the women out. I mean, I regret it because I used to love it, but it just didn't fit with the tone of this movie. So uh, that's one of the things I think that's interesting with this. Yeah, this uh, very abstract sequence. It was... Um, when we were uh, filming this during the post-production. Right? Yes, we were. We had a very tight post-production on the movie, and thank God Danny Kleinman was doing it because he managed to deliver it in time. Mm -hmm. In fact, we actually got, I think, for my cut at the end of the movie was something like five weeks because we had to uh, release this in uh, mid, mid November. So there was very, very tight, um, uh, a tight finish to um, Get this in the we had Daniel come in and shoot these uh, all, all these little bits and pieces, yeah. Right you know, which I think Danny shot this, didn't he? The, yeah. the, the little bits and pieces. And you know, this was the day when we were filming this. I got the call that the 007 stage was burning down. I was at the shoot, <laughs> and I got in the corner and drove out there to see and saw the fire. It was oh still my raging. god. And, and I understand it's all now, as we uh, as we record this, of course, it's all been rebuilt, and I hear it's a much more sophisticated stage now yeah, all, with yeah. the rebuild and everything else. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a much better uh, stage, but so it did take him about eight months, I think. To, yeah, and that's so. the second time it burnt down, of course, isn't it? So yeah. each time, of course, it gets... Uh, it gets um, uh, more modernized and adapted each time it burns down. <laughs> Luckily, no one was injured. Uh, yeah. That's the key thing. Uh, but, you know, we were on that stage, and it was horrific if, if the fire had started oh, when we were on it. Uh, absolutely. During the filming. And I think it started when they were, um, when they were dismantling our set, yeah, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Which is, um, anyway, nobody was hurt. So here's... Paul Haggis's credit, he was uh, with the boys. Yeah, uh, Paul Robert. came in. The three of them did, Neil. I think, a fantastic job. Uh, Paul came in at the end just to do a character sweep, which he did on did the script. Great, did a great job for yeah, us. Yeah, they absolutely all did their... fantastic. Okay, so here we are. This is interesting. We shot this just next to Pinewood Studios in London. This is the camp in Uganda. Um, now, you know, now, here's an interesting thing about this. We, the uh, art department, Peter Lamont, said that um, Uganda would have red... Um, red soil? Soil. So he brought in red clay from, uh, where was it, out in the Cornwall or somewhere? He shipped it all in, and we had to, uh, we put it down with plastic underneath, and then we, when we struck the set, we had to take all the red out that's right put it back to where we yeah. got it from <laughs> and there's jasper christensen who's yeah. uh, a terrific actor um you may remember him from the interpreter um and isaac de Bancol, who uh, plays um who plays our terrorist friend so um but I, I must say that Peter Lamont did a tremendous job of all of this. I mean, who would know this as Black Park, which yeah. is right next to Pinewood, which must have been used in 
300 films. <laughs> I mean, but you can adapt it to anything. I, I worked yeah. there in 1982 on a series called Riley, a TV series, and it was in this very spot that uh, I shot a whole sequence. <laughs> So that's Maz. He's fantastic in this picture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's he's the villain, um, an understated villain, but incredibly powerful, I think. And, and Maz Mikkelsen, he's a leading man in, in Denmark, in his own country, and yeah. uh, well well respected there, but kind of unknown to uh, international well, 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 I think that was one of the great things about the um, cast was that because it was Bond, you know, you do have the... Uh, well, first of all, Debbie McWilliams got a very um, imaginative cast together, we weren't shackled by having to have names specifically, mm -hmm. so we were allowed to cast uh, anybody who was right yeah. for the part, which is a huge plus, I think, in the film. And I think in the tone of a Bond film, uh, particularly in this one, a more realistic, a more gritty tone, I think it, uh, you know, we're not saddled with names, and these are people that most people haven't seen before, so. Yeah, you don't know what to expect of them, and, and, um, and they're excellent actors. That's the great thing about it. Yeah. And here's Tom Chadbon, of course, there we have um, St. Paul's in the background, just to tell us we're in London, in case anybody was under any <laughs> misapprehension. These are rain machines, of course, there you can see the red dirt. Yeah. I remember saying to Mads, you can't blink, you, you have to, you, you're not allowed to blink, you've just got to, and somehow that makes him, that makes him a little more villainous. Mm. Um, and uh, now we're in the Bahamas. In the Bahamas, we shot this actually in a sort of derelict kind of uh, site where there were empty houses and old swimming pool, which we adapted. Yeah, this is south end of the island in, a, in one of those. It was going to be a great uh, resort at one time back in the days of Thunderball, but uh, it all sort of um, went belly up. Oh, God, yes. And... and, uh, and uh, and this is really Bond's introduction into the movie in the sense of real time. Um, I remember we had great fun with the snake and the mongoose. We sent oh some God, poor, poor units <laughs> in to shoot these down. Oh, well, we were going to do it in India. Oh, my we were going to do it. it was Finally, at Pinewood, with, um, <laughs> with uh, oh, we brought these. Do you know, and, and the mongoose was, they had such a tame one, it didn't look vicious at all. We had a lot of trouble trying to get it to react to something. I know, it's always the way, isn't it? You work with animals, they don't do a damn thing. However, here we are. This is a sequence I think we're all very proud of. Um, it's a sequence, the first big action sequence of the film, and uh, unusual for a Bond film in the sense that it's one person, that's uh, Daniel Craig, of course, um, chasing Sebastian Foucault, who is yeah. probably the best free runner in the world. Yeah, he, he, had, he and another French fellow started the whole uh, parkour um, sort of a sport, if you like, in, in France. And he goes around the world. It's a very sort of spiritual uh, take. It's like a, almost like a, a Zen kind of uh, experience for them. They, well, it was, a, it was a great sequence to film with him. And he's also a wonderful guy. I mean, he's, um, he did all this himself. Uh, incredible, kind of, almost balletic the way that he moves. Mm -hmm. And in our story, of course, Bond is rather clumsy. <laughs> Not, it's just his sheer kind of guts and and um, stubbornness that actually gets him there. Whereas, of course, um, Sebastian is, as I say, almost like a ballet dancer. Yeah, he was turned out to be a good actor too. Didn't yes, he, he did. He worked very hard, took it very seriously, um, rehearsed, did it all, and uh, um, very, very believable. I mean, he was a find, I have to say. He's a lovely man too. Just yeah. yeah. Now a lot of this was done by um, 
Alex. Yeah, Alex. let's talk about Alexander Witt. You know, the, uh, the thing is that I get a lot of um, credit for this stuff. And, and I have to say that 80% um, of it was shot by Alexander Witt, who, to my mind, not only did a fantastic job, but is probably one of the best um, second unit directors in the world. I know. I think the key to a second, good second unit director is that he understands what the director wants and can blend into the whole style that the film is uh, is in. Well, always my instructions are to say, look, do the storyboard. I, we storyboard this. Mm -hmm. We all discussed it. You discussed it. We look at it. We talk about it. Um, finally, he's given the storyboards. But I always say to them, look, I know you have your own take on this. Um, do what you think as well. I mean, just you know, add in shots that you think. Uh, if you can improve the action, improve the action. Well, he certainly did that, even though conceptually, of course, um, I laid it all out on storyboards mm -hmm. um, and very well too. Yeah, it's a very it's a very good sequence. It's a, a lot uh, almost universally it's been acclaimed. Yeah, absolutely. The As the, in, in fact, they asked me to do a commercial literally about three or four <laughs> days ago based on this. Um, well, I think it introduces our you know Daniel too. It's the whole point of it is to show how physical is he. He doesn't give up. He may not be as as skilled at uh, this kind of free running as. Uh, as the villain is, but nevertheless, he uses his head and his uh, just sheer guts to get his man, and and I think that's a wonderful introduction. Yeah, I agree with you. I, th I think to show Bond, uh, you know, just the tenaciousness of him is uh, it's a great sequence for that, and also you know, getting up to the top of this crane. I mean, you know, you can almost believe it if you just well, stretch a little bit. Well, you I mean, know, it's coming up as this great jump, and, yeah. and of course, uh, this was done for real. Actually, uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig's stunt double was uh, Ben Cook, who worked with Gary Powell, has worked with me on uh, a previous movie. They kind of worked in tandem with each other. In fact, Ben, I think, was partly responsible for the choreography for the fight on the stairs. Now, look at the way Daniel hands himself, handles himself. He, he's fantastic, you know, and, and there's... Uh, we also, you know, we should credit um, Gary Powell and Gary the stunt Powell, team as a fantastic job they did on this. He, this he is really all of this. this out. Yeah, this whole sequence was uh, very carefully choreographed. So and this, this is the jump here. The you go over jump. the top. The helicopter's up, coming around. Jumps again. Jumps down, and uh, we just cut at the bottom because we had some something for him to land, land on. on. That was the idea. Yeah. yeah. So, so. so uh, but, but a fantastic job done done by the stunt team. Yeah. Um, and, and here's Bond just slipping, you know, <laughs> crashing, and trying to do gun. it. <laughs> Trouble. And I love the next bit actually, where he jumps down and yeah. um, and he, uh, he just crashes, isn't he? And look at this, it's like a ballet, yeah. isn't it? Look, this is a wonderful look. Bang. And also, you've got to credit Stuart Baird with some wonderful editing here. I oh, mean, he yeah. really Stuart. kind of gave it a. Well, Stuart's one of the great editors mm. of all time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's. Uh, and and he really made this sequence sing. You know, mm. needs someone of his. Uh, so so every everybody came together, I think, for this sequence. So here's something that these free runners do. Here's something that this kind of a jump land there. there. You know, those that's are pure sort of free, pure running. free running. And also this bit that's coming up where he goes through the transom. Yes. Uh, the little hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah. above the door. And, and Bond going through yeah. the wall, I think, is a wonderful yeah, sort of Beautiful. You can't do that, but it'll go get another way. This, this is, is a nice beautiful, shot too, yeah. yeah. So all of this was done um, really well by these guys. It took them six yeah. weeks. Now, do you want to say something about the location? It's yeah. right next to the so Thunderbolt. This, this, this was... Um, this location we knew about because in 
thunder, this hotel, the hotel behind there, which is a two-story uh, garden-type hotel, was the place where Thunderball was filmed in the Bahamas. And they were going to, after that Thunderball, they were going to turn it into a big resort. So they built this hotel, but the hotel uh, fell into the dispute about uh, how to use it and, and who was going to fund it. And finally, the banks all dropped out. And it's been sitting there since about 1969 as a vacant building site. And of course, when we, when we needed a building site uh, to do the this sequence in, you can't really get one that you can't build get a real building site because it you know people are working there and it cost your fortune so to find a place like this was perfect when you saw it you said this is it I this is it you oh, looked just at it and you perfect. said Wonderful this is it this is exactly what we need so we put up steel and frank now let's go into this, this yes is this is this is it we now we're in the studio in prague this is all here and this is i think a fantastic sequence this is the first thing I we shot in the movie that's right first and, and i did all from now on in mm -hmm. i directed all of this alex sort of did most of these stuff mm -hmm. in the um construction yard but here we are in prague and mm -hmm. this shows daniel you know really taking no prisoners this is someone <laughs> who clearly you don't want to uh, have an argument with at the bar yeah and i think uh, peter and his team did a great job yeah, of creating something that looks like um, now i would believe madagascar some place yeah. that had uh, this embassy that had this dodgy place and and uh, yeah, and it fits perfectly into the whole field, the way he matched the, um, in fact, there was a restaurant, I think, wasn't it, in, uh, in the Bahamas, but yeah. uh, he matches this set with that, which I think is... A, is uh, The exterior, but, yeah. With the interior. Mm. No, he's done a terrific job. Oh, God, I remember this. Mm -hmm. Daniel, we did 18 takes of that <laughs> to try and get that choreography right. But we, he really worked hard, Daniel. I mean, mm -hmm. it was his first time in, not easy. Action is not easy, and... Mm -hmm. uh, um, he, he, he grabbed it with both arms. And his stunt double did a good job. He yes. really looks ben, very much like yes. him. Ben worked really well, and, and uh, it's almost seamless uh, to cut between the two of them. Yes, this is not the bond that we're used to, and particularly mm. what he's about to do is, no. is not exactly, mm -hmm. uh, is not exactly um, normal bond territory. Now, you know... What was funny about this is this was an abandoned this, this set was in an abandoned factory. If you remember, big that's Val right, factory. it was yes. Because we couldn't get into the studio in Prague in time to build this, and it was 17 degrees below zero outside. That's absolutely <laughs> true. Now I remember we were freezing in the morning, oh, and God. here we are, which is supposed to be 110 degrees in the, in the heat. It sure was. Oh my you, God! Everyone's in overcoats and, <laughs> and Arctic gear coming to work, and then you're in here, and it's uh, you know in the Caribbean or in the no. And again, Madagascar. who would know? I mean, yeah. who would know this is a studio? It's it's mm -hmm. it's uh, an achievement. Again, Peter Lamont did a terrific job. Now, of course, we're back in uh, uh, Bahamas. In here. the Bahamas, as uh, Bond checks out the. I remember you telling me he has to have a bomb in the back, <laughs> and you were quite right. Of course, it sets him up as a bad guy. I mean, a phone is not enough. <laughs> no. And I remember you saying you have to put a bomb in there, a pipe bomb, and uh, indeed, I, I, I think it helps. Remember this ellipses? We oh. on and on about how to do it, and whether it's a good clue or not, and uh, now. Now this is, this is um, Ivanka Milovic, isn't yeah. it? And uh, very sexy lady. Suddenly we are back in Bond territory. And there, here he is playing cards. Um, 
and, and, and this eye, of, of course. I think that was there right from the start. The boys wrote The Bleeding yep. Eye, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Just this little affectation. Yeah, well, there was uh, Paul Haggis and the uh, and, and our uh, team, you know, uh, Rob Wade and uh, Neil Purvis, who, uh, you know, they all did a fantastic job. And they actually did the last, uh, Neil and, and um, Rob did the, what, last, last three two, movies? Yeah, or last, last two three, or three movies? Yeah, you know, last three films. So they've been with us a while. We saw us no bond very well. And Paul Haggis came in, uh, really, as a character polish at the end, you know. And the thing is, that eye, his left eye there, which is slightly milky, I actually got that idea off a photograph of uh, one of the Mullers in, in London. And it's a question of how far you go with it. You don't want to make him a... Um, out and out villain, but one of the, it sort of motivates the eye bleeding blood, basically. And we had this shot here, which is, of course, the, um, the still of the killing. Mm -hmm. We had, I had to do some Photoshop on that. Yes, we did. <laughs> to clear that up, I, it looked like he was shooting the other guy. <laughs> Give our guests five minutes to leave. We'll throw them overboard. And this is London, of course, mm. you're establishing it, and, of mm. course, and now for Judy Dench. Mm. Pleasure to see on, on screen a national treasure, they call her in Britain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, she is fantastic. I, 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 God, working with her, it's such a pleasure. And she does so much work, but I think she loves her part, doesn't she, and, as, as playing uh, Oh, as playing, she um, looks forward to it. Uh, oh, oh. You're not killing me off this time, are you, she says to me. <laughs> <laughs> She's also, I mean, there's nothing that woman can't do. She, she's fantastic. And also she has a good relationship with uh, Bond, I think. Mm -hmm. And this, I thought, was an excellent scene which sets up um, basically Bond's kind of... Remember how many times we went through how to tell this part of the story? Oh. How to use the trace on the telephone and uh, go into this whole system of cells and all so, that. And, and how, how, how he manages to trace it to mm -hmm. the Bahamas and so forth. But I always love this scene because it's sort of, you know, mm -hmm. Bond's kind of cheekiness, the mm -hmm. fact he should break into her apartment, she, mm -hmm. she comes in, <laughs> is... Uh, and also it's nice to give Em an apartment. I don't think we've yeah. seen that before. Uh, maybe we have, but... Uh, no, it's uh, and, and, you know, the decision was to make it uh, a kind of a modern apartment rather than go for that traditional... Traditional uh, Georgian uh, almost, right. uh, um, you know... Decoration, um, so... Yeah, just to add a little bit of surprise to it. I think we shot this in two days, did we? we I, mm. I, I can't remember. I remember my son Fabrice was on the set making tea for <laughs> Judy <laughs> for the whole time. There's a couple of wonderful lines in this too. When he asks, you know, he only found out about what M meant, but before he can mm -hmm. do it, before he can do it, of course, she cuts him off, which I think I remember we discussed and we were wondering whether we should keep that in, but it actually works, I think, very well. And there's the skyline of London. And she's great in this scene. You know, for an act yeah. actress of such experience, what's interesting is that she continually worries about how well she's doing, and, and it's almost as though it's her first part. You know, it's incredible. And, um, and yet, you know, she's waiting. She does 
these very difficult cryptic crosswords and <laughs> sitting right. in the chair while she's waiting for her part. I guess it distracts her from... Yeah, it's obviously... But it. she's extremely good at it. I'm, yeah. I'm always amazed at how she... I guess it's her process, really. And I, I used to see her on the sets just drinking a cup of tea and just having a little tea. And She would never really leave the set. She no. doesn't go off. She sits on the side of the set. She waits and she says, you know, just let me know when we're ready. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and in she goes. And this, uh, this is a great moment, too. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it's a great piece of writing, I think, with um, that uh, Paul Haggis came up with. Yeah, and, you know, Phil May, our director of photography, he's just uh, really got this right. Yeah. She looks great. Yeah, she does look great. And uh, the whole mood and atmosphere is... And, and he intentionally went for the sort of uh, over... Slightly overexposed reddish yes. thing for the Bahamas and yep. Madagascar, and then back here it's more blue, kind of. A yeah, clearly, clearly a different, um, a different feel to it. And I'm seriously considering feeding you to them. And Bond. Don't ever break into my house again. Mom? And here we go to the Bahamas, which, of course, looks wonderful. A pure bond, that, isn't mm-hmm. it, coming in. We decided to bring him in by seaplane as opposed yeah. to the normal airport. We had the helicopter flying overhead. You can actually come by seaplane. Now, this is the one and only club. Um, we, we filmed at Jerry and Zarello's place in uh, the one and only club in uh, the Atlantis in the Bahamas. And uh, we shot a lot of it um, here. This is where Bond's staying, of course, and uh, subsequently, of course, the poker game, so, uh, or the first poker game where we see him win the Aston Martin. But very beautiful, all this. Hello? Are you going to take this or make Here we go with our German friends. This actually worked, I yeah. thought, exceedingly well. Mm-hmm. And also, Daniel does, you know, his uh, Bond does have a sense of humor, which, mm-hmm. is, which is nice. We sort of established that. And he does this so smoothly, I think. He mm-hmm. roars in with the car, never hesitates, just straight back in, straight into the um, barrier and... Uh, Sets off all the alarms. Sets off all the alarms. Great weather, of course. We've got yeah. wonderful weather while we're out there. And he looks terrific, which is great. But everything is that Bond kind of... It just, it just happens, you know. He does it so smoothly. And this is so. a very pleasant place for us to stay. We had, yes, um, oh, it's God. It's a nice um, small hotel for... But it's actually probably the best place on the island, I think. Yeah. 
Now, of course, as he goes through the door here, we jump to Prague. Yeah, we did too. And there's a lot of information about to come up, isn't there? Linking the phone from M's office mm -hmm. where he gets the information to here, tying up the cell phone, trying to identify who um, our friend from Madagascar. Yeah, well, the um, special effects guys did a good job because they covered all that stuff. They did the TV yes, inserts. They, did. they, they, uh, went, they, they sort of followed along on all that. Well, Ken Houston's uh, they did a great job, I think. Um, and I think, best of all, you don't really know their visual effects. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the sense that, you know, there's mm -hmm. no overtly kind of... Um, yeah. you, you don't feel uh, that there are visual effects. Mm. Now, here we have this... This is great. He looks there. I remember we had to reshoot one of Daniel's close-ups. We weren't happy with the lighting here, so in fact I shot that in the hangar. <laughs> Believe that that close-up in the hangar. <laughs> I remember. In, in London, in yeah, the hangar while yeah. we're shooting the airport sequence. Mm -hmm. It was just a question of light. Now here we have the Aston Martin, of course. Yeah, here's, he's Simon of Carrion. Good villain, isn't he? Yeah, very good villain. Interesting, interesting looking. Um, lives in France. Terrific actor. Um, and again, someone that people I don't think uh, would recognize. Okay, mm. Katerina Marina. Here's Christina Cole. Um, she's playing the receptionist. Actually, she was our girl during the tests. She came in and helped us with the uh, early film tests we did on um, the various bonds that we tested. Could you do me a favor? I was here for dinner last night, and I parked my car next to a very beautiful 1964 Aston Martin. And I'm ashamed to say I nicked the door. You wouldn't happen to know. Mr. Demetrius. Right. If he hasn't noticed, I'm not sure I've mentioned it. Isn't do you remember that uh, sequence with the horse? <laughs> yes. You pulled a lot of things together for that. Horse, animals, children, everything that they tell you, warn actually, you Actually, it's a great way into the scene, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's lovely. I mean, you could just have him coming out of the water and he sees them. I mean, here's so here's Katerina. Here. Absolutely gorgeous. She's wonderful. Wonderful girl, too. She? Yeah, isn't she? Mm. And here's the kids. And she she couldn't ride at all. Uh, mm. I was very scared about it to start with. But well, she... she'd fallen and hurt herself, if, if I recall. Didn't she in another film? That's right. And she was a bit um, shy about it. But uh, when you see her on this horse and doing all this, she wouldn't believe. Yeah. Now you can talk about this. this <laughs> the, the, boy, this carried some weight in the film. I didn't think so at the time. You don't, of uh, course, uh, realize just how much that... Um, that image, uh, yeah. Well, meant it's the, the uh, you know the reverse of the woman coming out of the sea, Hallie yeah. and, uh, and and boy, Daniel worked out. I mean, what a body! I think of all the bonds. That's all just exercise. Well, here's remember that we decided on <laughs> who should be who should, it, should she have someone in bed should with her? What was that? Our transport guy, wasn't it? It was the transport coordinator <laughs> who finally had to hop into bed. Password. Well, how the hell does he know these things? I'm doing my best to find out. Who's he looking at? Alex Dimitrios. That slimy bugger. This again makes Daniel. I yeah. Think, well, terrific. he he really, um, you know, worked out very hard for this, and then he kept, you know, he'd he'd shoot all day, and then he'd go and he'd spend an hour, hour and a half at the gym, 
and then have a light dinner and go right to bed. He, yeah, he was, was a very, so ser very serious actor, very disciplined, and of course, like all his work, he took this part very, very seriously. And uh, an awful lot of the credit of its success has to go to him. And he, he had something to prove. The press were very tough, mm. even, yeah, very, you know, very. to begin with, and even the choice of Daniel. Well, you know, he just um, mm. he turned around and uh, proved to everybody that uh, he's probably the best Bond ever. So, mm. I mean, you know, all credit to him. Here we are at this poker game. Yeah. This, uh, this game, if you remember, was mm -hmm. designed to set Bond up as a right. poker player, wasn't it? Too. And we brought in all... Um, these were uh, all personalities in the island, aren't they? There's um, Jerry there, who yes, the, runs Zillow, the hotel. Who runs the hotel. Yeah. Um, she was a real dealer, yes. this, this lady from... Remember, we were trying to get a male dealer, but we couldn't. Yeah. She, turned out, she turned out very well and... Uh, she was the one who, who managed them all. She was the pit boss, and she came Boy, and she was like a pit bull, wasn't she? She was absolutely had control of the game. Yeah. Yes, it was, it, it, it was um, interesting, this. A tricky one to shoot, actually, because um, it wasn't a big room. If you remember, we had a lot to do in those two days. Um, and, and it was all night long. All night long. Uh, we shot all night. We had to be out, obviously, yeah. in the morning for the guests and so forth. It actually, I think, worked very well. And, and finally, in the end, I think we we had to let Daniel go off and get some sleep, so I I stood in for his hands when we did... That's the... right. <laughs> well, thank God for you, because I have to tell you that I didn't have a clue about this poker stuff. I had to shoot it, but uh, you did an incredible job, and particularly in Casino Royale, but here mm -hmm. as well, in working out... Um, basically who did what, you know. And, and quite frankly, it would never have worked without your uh, input in this. You rehearsed mm -hmm. them, you worked with them, um, and uh, not least of all the mathematics of the game. Mm -hmm. When we called cut, we had to go back to square one. <laughs> and actually, we learned a lot this, Set it on up this game, time. didn't we? We did. It was a Casino Royale, we learned the system. Yeah, so we got to the big game. We were uh, ready we kind to of go. Had a, and, the, and the prop guys, too. Oh, yes. They had to go around and, Bernie and was dress there. all these, you know, yeah. keep going, you know, get it all right every time. And every time I called cut, the cards had to go. I think there was something like 50 packs. Yeah, the, we all decks preset all went cards, back. And the... the, the, the uh, um, mm -hmm. All of the, um, the the continuity of this uh, sequence, and particularly the Casino Royale sequence, was a nightmare. But it worked like a dream, I have to say. Mm. And we learnt all our um, we learnt uh, the whole system here. So this is how Bond gets his car. Yeah, we. Th <laughs> do you remember how many times, how many scripts did we write yeah. about this first half of this film? Yep, I know. It was unbelievable. We must have done fifteen or twenty goes at it. Yeah, because the novel really is the second half of the film, so all of this had to be invented. It's all, it's all set in the um, Cold War, of course, which we couldn't have because it doesn't no longer exists. But the um, uh, so setting it in a contemporary um, today, basically, we had to come up with a complete new scenario. Hmm. But it's fundamentally the same story as the book. And this, of course, is. Uh, there she is, looking very sexy. God, she was sexy too. Mm. This is a sequence I loved. Yeah, I know. Neat. But she, way she can't, way she comes around here, just the way she walks and yeah. everything. We use this in the trailer. Remember? Oh yes. Shot? Yeah. There's always a. And suddenly there's Bond. Yeah. She realizes, of course, that yeah. her husband has uh, lost the car. So <laughs> it's a very nice sequence. This. I mean, this is this yeah. is Daniel's seduction technique. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was a little joke you came up with. It was very funny. And I'm driving around the circle. Driving <laughs> around the circle yeah. and arriving back at the... Uh, <laughs> where they started. Uh, where they started. It's a very lighthearted thing. Perhaps. And what about a drink at my place? And Daniel looks terrific, too. Remember there was a hum? I was going mad. No. There was a hum of the air conditioning, yeah, I mean, and I wanted to get the damn thing off. Oh, what an absolute nightmare it was. Actually, I think I looped her in the end uh, because yeah. of the hum. Not him, because it was, for some reason, uh, not so bad. A gorgeous-looking car. Mm. But we had two of those, didn't we? Yep. We had two cars. We had one, one that was an automatic by. and one that was a uh, stick shift. And, That's right. And uh, Daniel could drive both of them, but the uh, newspaper said he couldn't drive a <laughs> stick shift. <laughs> I couldn't so, drive it. was so Where ridiculous. did they get that from? Because... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was outrageous. <laughs> And all these boats, these Sunseeker boats, absolutely mm. gorgeous. Uh, this was a, um, I, I shot a longer sequence originally, but uh, mm -hmm. just in order to, we, we saw um, Demetrius's yeah. arrival, and, uh, yeah, but, just but just to move right. it along, we didn't need it, so. Uh, just jump right inside. Yeah, just jump right inside, and he looks so sinister here, doesn't he? And this fellow, um, the German guy. Uh, oh, Clemens, Clemens Schick. Yeah, he was a. Good little actor. Absolutely true. He, he just, um, I mean, we didn't give him much to say, but he was uh, a good sinister foil for everyone. Mm, you like married women, don't you, James? That keeps them simple. <laughs> what is it about that man? You, my husband. I had so many chances to be happy. So many nice guys. Why can't nice guys be more like you? Because mm, then they'd be bad. Mm, <laughs> yes. But mm. uh, so much more interesting. Mm. What makes your husband a bad man? His nature, I suppose. The nature of his work? A mystery, I'm afraid. I'm also afraid you will sleep with me in order to get to him. How afraid? Yeah, you know, I like the way that uh, Solange uh, slides out of frame and which moves down to uh, kiss Bond. We wonder what she's up to. Yes, <laughs> I think we all know. But I also love the way that Daniel sort of delivers his line as though it's, you yeah. know, nothing is actually going on. He's far more interested in information than, you know. It was a very well-written scene, actually. And I love the bit at the end where, you know, he she gets the phone message and he has to follow uh, Demetrius. So he does the um, ordering of the food and for one, which is nice. Here she is, very sexy. And that wonderful dress, I mean, you know, Lindy Hemmings is uh, something else. Yeah, fantastic. They went all laced up the back, you know. I think she's a wonderful costume designer. I know you've, she's been around for many years on Bond, as a lot of the team on Bond are, and so it's yeah. a real credit to her. She, she got the Academy Award for Topsy Turvy. That's right. Yeah, you know, for, uh, for Mike design. Lee film, the Mike mm -hmm. Lee film, yeah. yeah. And I think the, you know, with Peter Lamont and... Uh, uh, yeah, we had a lot of Academy Award winners. Here. Yeah. Peter was on... Lindy, Judy, you know. Judy Tencho, yes. yes. 
Now, this is interesting, the scene coming up, because we had to somehow truncate the, you know, he has to get to Florida. And I must, mm-hmm. must say that um, it's only 80 miles, isn't it? From, we yeah. had a lot, lot of discussion about, <laughs> you know, how to. And I did that on one cut. I just felt that, you know, here he is roaring out of the hotel. And guess what? Bang, we're in Florida. Yeah. And we don't need to explain more. Well, I think we get it. It's I figure all, he's, he's, an, he's a <laughs> Secret Service guy. He can... He can follow him, and uh, follow we had somebody. much discussion about it, but it just seemed the right thing to do, and nobody has ever commented, so I can only assume people, you know, buy it. I mean, he would have had to fly there. Now, this, no. of course, is Prague. <laughs> I'm quite sure it looks too Miami. Prague, I know. It's uh, the, the, few palm trees, yeah. a lot of freezing people, if you And remember. this was what? This this was a different place. So then we went inside, and that was a... That was a different That was place, the yeah. memorial, the, uh, the Soviet memorial. That's right. For the... And that's where we are inside. Yeah. We have the exterior and the interior. Now, now, you can have a word about the... Because you Gunter, came up with the idea uh, about the body exhibition, which yeah. I, I think was inspired, because it's uh, it's a great yeah, place the, to stage this, I feel. I'd seen this a couple of times when I was at the uh, in, in London, and I thought it was a, really fascinating. It was... Uh, you know, it sounds a bit gruesome that they've uh, plasticized these bodies, but when you actually go and look at it... Uh, it's, it turns out to be really a, quite an amazing exhibition. And uh, I thought, what, what better kind of background if we were going to have one for, a, for Bond? They actually made the one of the poker That's tables. That's right, and actually for, of the poker game, yeah. Uh, I remember thinking at the time, does it sort of sing out too much? Is it too much to have it? But I must say, it, didn't, it wasn't. And uh, it just made a fascinating backdrop. Um, you know, to the to, to stay. This is interesting. You know, this was originally written for some kind of uh, cleaning closet where they have mm-hmm. the fight. But I just decided. They did you it know, in plain sight. Why not do it in plain sight with all these people talking? And there they are. And they've got to kind of maintain this almost normality when they look at each other. People sort of going past. And then uh, Bond kills them without anybody. It was just, a, I think, a. Hitchcock would have done it that way. He probably would have done a lot better than I did it. But, no, I don't but, know. but the truth good. is, it does. It works. Mm-hmm. I think it makes a very interesting um, little sequence. I remember we had many deaths in the various different versions <laughs> of all the scripts that we did, or versions of this sequence. And then we come back to ellipses. And here he is. He suddenly realizes, of course, that the. Um, Coat check is not there. He rushes in. And we have that Carlos figure who's taken off. Yes, we do. And then here we are, and we now jump locations, and here we are at the exterior of the building uh, with all these people who, I think it was about five below zero when we shot this, and we're supposed to be in Miami with the, yeah. and, and, and with the palm Cla- trees, and everyone's got casual clothes on, as you can see. And here's Claudio Santamaria. He's, a, he's a, uh, in Italy a fairly um, Important star, yeah, of heartthrob, and he was terrific in this. You oh. know, he was, has this very kind of focused, calm kind of. I always wanted to make him very calm and uh, uh, organized. Remember, they being down here. Now, this is Prague Airport. Huh? This is Prague Airport. Yeah. yeah. yeah so we had exterior uh, Miami yeah. driving up, and then we have Prague Airport. Yeah. Well, so this was the new terminal that was just being built. Indeed, and they gave us this whole, so there's Richard Branson, as you probably noticed. Uh, we have a deal with Virgin. Yeah, the Virgin Airliners uh, were brought in. Remember, we wanted to have some activity around the airport. They're very good about 
giving us one couple of nights. Uh, That's right. And I had a lot to shoot, actually, for these two nights. They mm. only gave us a limited time. Um, <laughs> but in fact, they gave us, I think, four nights out on the air side of the uh, okay. airport, which normally are not allowed in at all, yeah. uh, as you'll see. But this we had two days to film, and uh, or two nights to film, shall I say. So it was fairly hectic, but it was fun, too. And it's, it, it turned out to be a terrific sequence. I mean, how many versions did we do of this? Oh, God. God. <laughs> when we had cards and we, we had, had the, car, the, We had the, cards. The cambios and all that. You and know, finally, uh, it just was very simplified. It just yeah, straight through. And, absolutely. We realized that there was a section where, in order to pick up the money for the job, he um, hands over a bag mm -hmm. and he hands over half a playing card, which mm -hmm. has been torn in half. The guy at the um, money exchange has the other half and uh, joins them together, hands them the money. And of course, here we have the payoff for ellipsis. Okay, now this was all, all, all set, back of in course. The set, yeah, We're back studio. in the set there. Back in this Prague. is actually, I didn't, believe it or not, that was a studio. I didn't quite finish in this little bit Peter built for, yeah. for just this sequence. Mm -hmm. So this is back in Prague, as you say, which was, uh, the rest of it was the, um, was the airport itself. Yeah. And here she is, M back in her office. And Bond is connecting. Of course, we get the um, we get the uh, ellipsis, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it, it's a code to get into the secure areas of the airport. And here he goes. And Tobias Menzies actually was the uh, plays M's assistant. Don't yeah. forget we are on uh, Bond's first mission, so Money Penny hasn't appeared yet, and he's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> he, he's, he's slightly new at the job. He hasn't been there long, <laughs> and uh, there's one or two nice interchanges with Bond uh, dealing with um, Tobias. We came up with this idea this that nice wet set we had. Yeah. Oh God. And we actually built the going out the doors of course was at the mm. airport itself so we had to tie this up yeah. but again very I, it turned out to be I think a, a very satisfying sequence this and all kind of um, made sense here we are at the airport airside mm -hmm. of uh, Prague airport mm -hmm. which ties in with that set back in Prague the pouring rain again special effects Chris Corbolt did a wonderful job as um, uh, You'll see when we um, go to the house at the end of the mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the movie. Oh, he's he's a brilliant guy. Mm. I would rate him as the best special effects guy in the world. Yeah. I think he's he really is. Here's Daniel. We charge off again. This is all airside, of course, at the um, at Prague Airport with all the extras, the people, the vehicles. Boy, oh boy. And then uh, Steve Biggs with doing these models and the uh, well, if you remember, we tried plane. to go to um, we went to France mm -hmm. to look at the um, Airbus. But this is a model, of course, and all these people are dropped in, mm -hmm. and it's a, it looks a hundred percent real. We're back at the airport here. All of this in the. Uh, I think we had two days. I, I, I shot all this, and then uh, Alexander Witt um, had two days after that. It was a slightly longer sequence, which we cut down. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
There we are, and here's our man. Now On the tanker, we had... Um, these background again. planes, of course, um, <laughs> All put are in. just models that, mm. that, that have just been dropped in. I think they're airfix models, someone said. It's a very sort of interesting one-on-one -on -one chase sequence. Yeah, and the uh, special effects built this uh, tanker too. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, I had to shoot all the cab stuff in this, mm -hmm. and uh, of course that was built in a hangar at uh, Dunsfold Airport in London, which is a disused airport now. Yeah. Um, so after, I guess it's after the jump that we go to to Dunsfold. Yeah, this bit. He, obviously, the jump is at the Prague Airport there. All this bit, I think, is at Prague Airport. Those, mm -hmm. that's not, but, and the close-ups aren't. But this is Prague Airport, because yeah. we needed those backgrounds. But we sort of crossed over. I think it comes after this. Yeah. Uh, th there's a cut here. See, that's Prague Airport. That's Prague Airport. All of that, but less the close-ups, of course, mm -hmm. of them, which were shot at Dunsfold. That's Prague. Now we're back now on back. the model. Yeah. All of this, this is, is the... This is at Dunsfold. Yeah. Now we're, now we're at Dunsfold. Yeah. So all these backgrounds, in fact, are, have been um, dropped in. This thing's been a souped-up thing, too, this uh, Yes, they, they normally do, like, 10 <laughs> miles an hour. Well, this one happened to do 50. So, <laughs> boy, we went through all the sequences on this. But it's, it's, it's a very exciting sequence. Well, it's well storyboarded. Yeah. You did a good job on that. But you remember we changed it, we took yeah. bits out, we added mm -hmm. bits in. It had many incarnations, <laughs> this. Um, in fact, if you remember, it was going to be an attack on a um, on a cruise liner, wasn't it? Oh, Do you remember? Yeah, very early on. Very sure. early on. That, that was a good shot. That was a, Those are CGI planes. Yeah, too, CGI right? planes. Yes, it was going to be an attack on a liner, but we couldn't really work out. <laughs> we couldn't make it exciting enough, so it clearly was... Um, uh, this, I think, works well. And all those backgrounds you see have been um, dropped in. It was completely dark, the yeah, I remember all these baggage <clears throat> things. Oh. And, and uh, we have people the in the bus, not in the bus. Yeah, well, you were not allowed people in the bus. We had them in to start with stunt people and so forth. But yeah. Bond doesn't kill anybody, so or certainly innocent people. So we had to stop that. We blackened up the windows, and here he comes. And this became a big fight in the... And this was actually shot in one of the hangars, the fight stuff, mm -hmm. intercut with all of... And again, Alex Witt did a fabulous job on this, so uh, all credit to more, more of the planes, all that. It's, it's nicely worked out, all mm. the details. And, that. and it all it all kind of makes sense, I think. Mm -hmm. There's nothing too fantastic. Um, all those lights in the background? Yeah. That, that's, yeah. Remember we had... We had a parade of cars with little lights on them. That's right. All <laughs> going way in the, the background yeah. all the time. <laughs> I remember Barbara saying, well, how many cars are there? You know, <laughs> I know. Like I'm just endless at, lights. Yeah, I know, but every car had a driver, you know. It's just, you know. <laughs> and in the end, you put most of it in anyway. Yes, you? we did. Yes, we did. Now, this is a great sequence, I think. This is, and... Uh, of course, when the police car gets um, blown away, we actually saw documentary footage of a van. This That's actually right. happening to a van. So, so people may not believe it, but in truth, it did happen. Yeah. And I saw the footage, if, mm -hmm. as you'll see. Yeah. That is exactly what you see mm -hmm. when the van gets right. blasted uh, on this footage. And at one point, remember, I had uh, Bond being pushed out and being dragged on the hose, yeah, and everyone yeah. felt he would have every... Bit of skin on his body dragged out, so we changed that. Yeah, this is good when the door. Yeah, when the door collapses mm -hmm. and he's straight out, he falls on the ground. 
Mm. Again, great work by Alexander Witt. We did all that. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's the model plane, mm -hmm. and that's the model hangar, but we shot the stuff of a truck as obviously real. Mm -hmm. And this ending, of course, um, had many, many incarnations, yes. didn't it? Yep. And it was very interesting because Daniel finally said, I came up with an ending, and he said to me, well, he wouldn't, quite rightly, didn't want Bond just by chance to be able to mm -hmm. disarm the bad guy. There were all sorts of mm -hmm. things. And so we finally came up with this ending, which I think works yeah. perfectly, and also makes him clever. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, there, there's a, it, it makes Bond very clever, which mm -hmm. is good. And, and, and it's, um, right. it, it's quite funny. <laughs> And then we had the him hitting, trying to stop, and he goes through the, the through cars. The, hits the cars and so forth. It was a great mm. sequence. It was it was an unbelievably, uh, but a very tricky sequence to work out. And then he heads towards and does the strap, hurls that vehicle round, and then stops. Yeah, yeah. And, and and all the fuels <laughs> um, bubbling pour, out, pouring out of the. Uh, but we must have written, again, 15 right. or 20 endings to this thing to try and make it work. And I think, ultimately, we got there. But I was very pleased. And, with and you know, there was, a, the, yes, and, the, you know, the decisions on how much to make Bond look like he'd gone through a fight and, yeah. and all that. He's got all the cuts and bruises. And that became a big talking point, didn't it? Yeah. Because it's unusual in a Bond film to have that. And here's our end, mm -hmm. Okay. Here's Carlos, the bad guy. He's there. He's got. He's won, mm. and he presses the button, of course, and uh, and we did it. So we still felt it was on the trunk, <laughs> and he does it. And he does this wonderful look, like uh, whoops, whoops, <laughs> and it's on the back of his belt there. And I did shoot, if you remember, Carlos dead. So I know. we sort of established, but we felt we didn't. I never intended it, it was just a safety device. Yeah. So. We had his head, as I remember. When we That's talking. right, yeah, bleeding and so forth. So I, I think it said it all with just the explosion. And here we are with Mads Mickelson. Unhappy over the result. Oh, yes, now on the inhaler, we, the eye and the inhaler. Inhaler. Yep. And the inhaler, of course, comes into play, yeah. I mean, later on. And mm. there we have. Um, now this beautiful place, this lovely location, yep, isn't it? Yep. This is a. This was on the south part of the island. Just. Mm -hmm. uh, and Tiger Woods, I think, has bought this or a consortium and with Tiger Woods mm -hmm. to turn this into, well, of course, something to do with golf. But mm -hmm. um, this beautiful building is going to be a either a clubhouse or a hotel or something. And the weather was absolutely mm. fantastic, wasn't it? Yep, yep. We got beautiful weather here. I always liked this shot. I thought it was rather interesting. Mm -hmm. The way he reacts. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been on these uh, field missions before, well, so uh, of course it was quite an, doesn't blink an eye. Doesn't <laughs> <bad> <laughs> to the fact that he's vomiting. I know. And this is Daniel yep. is fantastic in this. Yeah. A, and of course a, he's got all these. Little bits of scarring and everything from so from the fight and uh, yeah. Paul England is a wonderful makeup guy. You know, there are certain guys that can make uh, mm -hmm. scars, can make wounds, mm -hmm. can do all sorts of things, um, and it looks a hundred percent real. And he, and he's again one of the best makeup guys in the world, no doubt absolutely, about that. Absolutely, absolutely. Apart from being a wonderful guy, but he's someone who. Now is, this was our real special effects guy. I yes, was, yes, it was, it was Pete. Assistants, yeah. It was Pete. Pete Britton. He works with uh, Chris Cobalt. Mm. On-set special effects guy um, mm -hmm. was there. 
And this is one of the rare gadgets in this film, of course, where he puts that in. I love the way Daniel says, ow. That was improvised, of course. He suddenly came up with that. And this is one of the rare gadgets, really, isn't yep, it? Absolutely. You know, apart from the defibrillator, which is in the car. And it's just nice to have a little bit of, um, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of uh, clever gadgetry, which, of course, all pays off. And, and this whole scene, really, is all about the the plot so far and um, the setting up of the poker game in uh, Montenegro. Yeah, this was difficult to photograph, too. It was bright sun and, and in It was shade. difficult. It was, uh, um, well, you had to work out the time of day you would shoot each you know, each of the shots because, um, uh, and, and often it would be topsy-turvy. You would shoot the sort of wide stuff towards the end of the day, the close-ups earlier on, simply to, um, uh, to match the light and, and get the most favorable light possible. Yeah, Phil, Phil did a great job. Uh, you know, everywhere along, always challenges. He, yeah. He came through. Awful lot of this location stuff. It was, um, yeah, it's a scene I like. It, it, it actually, in the script, we always got to this point, didn't we, mm -hmm. where a huge amount of information yeah. comes out. Yeah, you sort of have to, and you have to summarize think, where you are. Yeah, and and, uh, and somehow you have to put it in an interesting environment, and, um, and, and this certainly is. Mm. It was gorgeous. Yeah, I like the... Uh, there's a beautiful shot of him uh, on the reverse at the end here. One of the, the best shots in the picture yeah. here. Just uh, looks really good. And there she is, which is great. We had the real guys there, the real ambulance guys. It's a very good. It's mm -hmm. it's a it's a nice uh, confrontation between these two. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's getting to know him. He's getting to know her. There's a friction between them. But by the end of the movie, of course, it becomes. I was going to say a marriage, but it certainly becomes a. Uh, a relationship. I remember she had to say this line. Um, yeah, she was a little reluctant. To she say was it. very reluctant to say but the she, line. But when but she did she, it, she, he, she did it well. You know, um, she knew you were you, or mm -hmm. he knew you were you. I and, knew you. Uh, were you. And of course, it was a damn good line. Thank you. I'm the money. Every penny of it. The Treasury has agreed to stake you in the game. Vespa. I do hope you gave your parents hell for that. Thank you. Your boss must be well connected. I've never seen so much go out the door so quickly. Not quite so stylishly. Now, here we are with Ava. Yeah, so. Well, this was an interesting piece of casting. I, I, you and Barbara and I all loved the idea of yeah. Ava. Ava Green is just fantastic. I, I, um, I think we really made a great find. And she won, of course, the uh, BAFTA new, best actress, newcomer. Yeah. yeah, best newcomer. Yeah. So she got an award uh, out of this. And she, and she's she's so like Vespa in the uh, mm -hmm. in the book, you know. She's very beautiful. There's an enigmatic quality yeah. about her as a person, isn't there? Yeah. And also, she gives the Bond as good as she gets. You know. Yes. It is. <laughs> well, this is where I think Paul Haggis did a wonderful job. This is did. a this classic is, yeah. scene, I think, where where she she, she punches right back at Bond. And uh, if you were um, 
I had to say who was the winner and who was the loser. I would give her probably slightly ahead by the end of the by the end yeah. of the scene. <laughs> and she really prepares too. I mean, she's somebody who works very hard. Is oh yeah, she's very, very low serious. maintenance as a person. Absolutely, very of, serious actress yeah, too. None of these entourages, mm -hmm. none of these. I Just her little dog. Her dog <laughs> and, and, and the dialect coach. The dog and the dialect coach. Yeah. And Most of the time, you get these you know, actresses oh. that come with a dozen minders. She comes with a little tiny dog. <laughs> hey, do you know, in the whole period of the film, I don't remember her complaining once no, about she, anything. No, she Not was. about anything. And they, they really sparked off these two, mm -hmm. I think. They really, uh, you get lucky sometimes about chemistry between actors. Mm. It's not something you can predict. Um, but they hit it off, these two. And uh, it was. Um, it made a great relationship. There's a lot of humor in it, too. Mm -hmm. This is, again, Paul Haggis. The, the, the sense of humor between uh, these two is great. The train, of course, was the Italian, the, the yes. equivalent of the TGV in France, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. And they gave us the train to shoot that opening establishing shot and, where it's got Montenegro written. Of course, it's not Montenegro. It's uh, We're in Czechoslovakia when we shot that. But... Um, uh, beautiful train. So I think, uh, you know, Vesper, is, of course, well, you know, is a character that haunts Bond, uh, not only in this movie, but in a way it, it sets I his think whole she is sense of sets his whole attitude towards women and about what he can, how much he can commit himself to relationships is all about. So it's a very important part of the whole legend of Bond. Well, it does, you know, and I think it genuinely works as a relationship in the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, if it wasn't a Bond film, it, was, yeah. it, it, it just it just seems to work gangbusters between these two. Um, she looks so beautiful to yeah. me. Well, they both have great way, great presence. They can yeah. look and hold the screen. Yeah. yeah. And she, of course, was in Kingdom of Heaven. It's interesting. I saw that and... She doesn't appear that much. And then I saw the DVD of the, um, when it was released, the director's cut, which went on for three hours. Mm. And her part was restored, and Ridley Scott at the beginning comes on screen and says, uh, it was the biggest mistake I made in that film, mm -hmm. was cutting her part out, because that part of the story, mm -hmm. you know, um, the studio convinced me was uh, not as interesting as the rest of it. That's right. It's just last minute details. Apparently, we're very much in love. Do you usually leave it to porters to tell you this sort of thing? Only when the romance has been necessarily brief. I'm Mr. Arlington Beach, professional gambler, and you're Miss Stephanie Broadchester here. I am not. You're going to have to trust me on this. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, God, we tried this scene many, many no, times. We boy, eventually shot it in the studios. I remember in Prague, not in Prague, it was Calavavari where we yeah. shot this, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, where we wanted to shoot it, and uh, uh, we put Casino Royale, it's about a, uh, an hour and a half out of um, Prague. Beautiful little town. 
And this is where we shot Casino Royale, a hotel, the whole area was... Um, but we had a big problem with the uh, roads were so cobbled that we couldn't get a... St uh, we couldn't really keep the car from bouncing yeah. around. And there and was here, backgrounds, course, it was raining. And yeah, stuff. we never really got it. And so, thank God, mm. we uh, finally put it in the studio back in London. Mm. Well, of this, course, this is a nice uh, hotel for the, for the film, wasn't it? Yes, it, it was. Uh, this, it was uh, called the Hotel Pup, if you Pup, remember. Yeah. P-U-P. And, uh, and here there comes a scene I particularly mm -hmm. like where, um, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're crossing swords all the time. She plays it very well. I love her last line as she goes into the um, elevator here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and here he comes in explaining. Very funny. Look. If Rashif is that well-connected, he knows who I am and where the money's coming from, which means he's decided to play me anyway. So he's either desperate or he's overly confident. And they let us take over the hotel. Again, we were allowed to uh, use the hotel at any point. And I think this was a weather cover day, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, we couldn't shoot outside because of the weather, so um, they, allowed us, uh, uh, they allowed us immediately to come in and shoot the, um, the foyer scene. And now Bond finally gets his uh, Aston, Aston Martin. Martin. Yes, he does. Mm. It's always a bit odd. I know he holds this up, but that's your Aston Martin key, believe it or not. I guess it's the electronic um, beeper that opens the car door. And again, the weather wasn't as perfect as I would have liked it. It wasn't actually sunny. It was bright enough to make that car look um, mm. terrific. But, uh, oh, yes, I remember this. This is, this is classic because... Uh, I had to. I shot this, and then I wanted to reshoot it because we couldn't get the mechanics of the drawer to open mm -hmm. that you're about to see. This. Yep. So this shot was shot at Dunsfold Airport, right? Yeah. And the close-ups uh, were shot. These. This was shot in. Um, Calavari. In Calavari. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a nice little town Beautiful here. Beautiful. Of course, town. the best, the best performance in the film is coming up shortly, isn't it? Oh, yes. You know, you don't often see acting of this caliber, I have to say, but this is one of the great performances that will go down and... Giancarlo's uh... not bad. He's not bad, no. This is Giancarlo Giannini. What, what a great actor. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful guy. Always got an eye for the women. I mean, it's very funny. We shortened this How many scene. times did we have this oh. discussion about this scene? Oh, but I'm oh. talking about the performer in the background over well, yes, his now left this is exceptional. Here. You'll see a POV in a second. <laughs> and uh, it, it truly was. In fact, I know she got the BAFTA Award for the best newcomer, but I was surprised <laughs> this actor didn't pick it up, you know, for, for best supporting actor in the background, you know, as you'll soon see. I know. Daniel accused me of being a ham in this thing. <laughs> it was almost two women you had. There he is. Look, that's my producer, Michael, in the background with two women. Very funny. Actually, they're two nice girls, too. Yeah, they, they seem very sweet. very sweet and, and, and did this. He's a great actor, Giancarlo. Mm, he is. Been around for many, many, many years. One of probably the um, best-known actors in uh, Italy, isn't he? And, of course, this was the writer's uh, just fantasy that, uh, you know, the producer would get arrested and dragged off. I think that <laughs> they really loved the. They said they wrote this part for me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> slapped and changed. Mm. I remember. 
This was tough shoot. This we had mixed weather, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, it was, so it was wind and stuff. See the wind know, behind yeah, there, and then you'll so. probably see it not so windy when you cut mm -hmm. to the wider shots. So it was just there. Is look, the medallion yeah. I think that made yeah. the character well, somehow. Uh, you know my normal look. I don't know why. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, this was wonderful. She was wonderful here. A beautiful scene, yeah. I, it, it really plays, and it really sets the personal relationship mm, up between them. He mm. comes in very arrogant, I think, and very chauvinistic. This was one shot of her where she wasn't, did not have a lot of makeup on, and I think she really looks beautiful. I agree with her. you, and she, she looks very different to, in, uh, yeah. to how she looks in the rest of the movie. You know, yeah. she's, uh, it's a very sort of, uh, it's, God, look at her. Mm -hmm. Absolutely good, and the sense of um, comedy they both have, yeah. you know, the, 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 the mm -hmm. sense of humor the scene has, I think is really great. He comes in, of course, the <laughs> suit is lying there. There it is. And then he comes. We had, we had a question about how to, you know, the, exactly how he's saying it. That about yeah, we actually said, well, you guys, it was made you guys were worried about the fact that he would already have a suit. We there's a lot of our well, it's also discussion the way, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was the way he said. It's, it was made to measure the way it was uh, set, phrased. He did yeah. it the right way. Yeah, he hand, did. But, he, uh, he got the, and and, and mm -hmm. it's only when you cut these things together, you know whether they work. Or, and this, of course, is him in his mm -hmm. uh, tuxedo for the first time. Boy, does he look good! Mm -hmm. I love this. He's enjoying mm -hmm. looking at himself in a little yeah. private moment here, but of course she's watching, which I. Well, it's a bit like uh, Bond's armor for the fight ahead, yes. which is in the casino. <clears> you know, so it's uh, putting on his armor. Mm -hmm. That lovely look he gives there is like, okay, well, you know. Mm. It's a very uh, touching moment. And and the personal relationship is somehow cemented, isn't mm -hmm. it, in that scene? Yeah, it's coming on. Now, this, of course, was the hotel you saw in the background, and mm -hmm. here's Bond, and this is the building uh, that we used for Casino Royale, which mm -hmm. was totally empty, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an old spa. And this was the upstairs um, major, the room, the big, but uh, they really made it like a wonderful-looking casino. Mm. And and uh, Peter matched it perfectly. Now now we go to the studio, and this is at um, in Prague. Two weeks in this set. No, we're saying, I shot it, and it was nine days. Actually, was it? Yeah. it was a nine-day shoot. The and we did yeah. it in the nine days. And it was a very very difficult sequence to do, not this particularly, but the card game itself. Well, we wouldn't want that, would we? Ah, uh, there's Carlos Leal. He's a Swiss actor who's uh, actually playing the manager. Um, and this and is where Jeffrey they... Wright is right there. We're establishing. We're what a great actor, him. Felix Leiter. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. God, he's fantastic. This is uh, Lucar Pistor, playing the banker. He's incredible, this guy, yeah. because he's uh, uh, again he's German. Yeah, he was had a very humorous way of addressing the thing. That's Lazar Ryskovsky. All of us introducing now all of our poker players. Everyone is sort of an interesting uh, character actor from various countries in Europe and around the world. There's Urbano Barberini. Uh, all, all the time we took choosing the different people. Do you remember? We, oh, yeah. we kind of had back, backgrounds to them. They had members of their family there. Mm -hmm. They had their bodyguards, as you'll see, standing in the background. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, again, it took a lot of working out. Mm -hmm. uh, not least of all to get ten people across the table from one another playing uh, Texas mm -hmm. Hold'em, 
Mm. And, and again, this is where you came in and the <laughs> team came in. The props guys who had endless, endless packs of cards, chips, um, but just the mathematics of working it all out, you know. And there's one of the poker players, Tom Saul. He's terrific, and oh, uh, Daniel. Daniel was the, um, the, the a, a real dealer, actually. Yeah, yes, we yeah. brought him in from Switzerland. He actually deals. In the end, it was, uh, you know, the question was, could we get an actor to do this? And you really can't. Uh, it takes really a lifetime of. Um, it was Daniel practice. Andreas. That was his name. Yeah. Yes, and and perfect. I remember yeah. we auditioned, or we you yeah. you, you went out and mm -hmm. found dealers and with great difficulty. Mm -hmm. We had various uh, choices. But he's a real dealer, and uh, um, he did a marvelous job. There's Addy. 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 He doesn't uh, even have a surname. He's just known <laughs> as Addy. He's a character. He actually is a poker player. He likes to yes. play up at the Curzon Club every Wednesday night. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. He does that, yeah. But it was a great, uh, it was a great team, actually. So the duel starts between Bond and... Uh, now, I think this uh, is an achievement in editing, I have to say, yeah. that uh, Stuart did a wonderful job, I think, making these games sing. Because suddenly, you know, we've had quite a bit of action mm -hmm. at the airport. We've had the beginning of the movie. But suddenly we're now into a long, protracted poker game. Ah, here uh, she comes. Here she comes, dress. looking gorgeous. Mm -hmm. No wonder Bond is, uh, mm -hmm. is looking like that. But, of course, poker, the, the real secret always is the two protagonists, isn't it? As mm -hmm. long as you're involved with them and what's at stake, then you're going to be uh, riveted to the game, I think. It's a funny moment where she comes in and yeah. Bond is expecting her to um, <laughs> behave herself, and she doesn't. Which is <laughs> waggling a butt. <laughs> he gets distracted. <laughs> then we have this... Uh... The bar, remember, it had different mood lighting. It oh, God, blue yes. and green. It was all sorts of stuff. <laughs> no, Peter did a great job on this. And also, it's interesting, he raised the table up in the center so that we could get shots uh, when we were looking at players. Mm -hmm. People in the background were at the same level mm -hmm. as those sitting at the right. table in the center, which I thought was a very good, uh, um, it was a great notion. So we weren't cutting them off at the necks. Those people leaning on the rails watching the game. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's uh, both very good actors. It's like, you know. And again, I remember when we did the music for these scenes, we went to uh, David Arnold. He did a, a terrific score for this film, I think. Mm -hmm. Fold. And he orders the martini. Remember that? We had that uh, Vesper, the drink. Oh, yes. That was a lovely. <laughs> we had so and, much and, trouble uh, getting Kino Lay, remember? It's, it's oh, called, God, yes. it's called Le Lay Blanc. They changed the name. It's the same thing. But yeah. but in the uh, Casino Royale, it was uh, Kino Le Lay, and uh, we couldn't find that, but uh, it had changed its name to Le Lay Blanc. Oh, that's right. I remember all that trouble. <laughs> so... But uh, and the barman was particularly good. He was a local actor, someone from Prague, who was <laughs> who was very funny. Yes, Jeffrey Wright. I, I was it was such a uh, privilege to work with him mm -hmm. because it wasn't a big part, but uh, um, he actors of that caliber bring so mm -hmm. much more to a part than than uh, uh, you would expect. I mean, they're absolutely terrific. 
And this is a lovely, <laughs> lovely scene between uh, the both. She's clearly pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> and they brought to It's a lovely exchange, I think, between the both. Look how gorgeous she looks. Oh. No. We dispense with one. And Sean Carlo's there. And of course, the thing was to the, the way these games are broken up with just these little interludes like this, and mm -hmm. uh, they're talking about the bug here. Mm -hmm. And I love the way Daniel does this. You know, mm, he's very impressed with himself. He thinks yeah. it's rather good. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, he's even surprised himself, which is what I. She's obviously not having anything to do with it. Yeah, I guess he never had one before. Yeah. <laughs> it's not invented it on I the I wonder spot. how many people um, have actually tried the. Uh, well, I know you did, didn't you? Yeah. Did well, you did the mix and it was yeah, pretty yeah. powerful? Well, the thing about it is that it takes two shots of vodka and two shots of gin, so you know it's a pretty stiff. It's a double double. Isn't yeah. It? Drink it some. <laughs> well, it's interesting in the book, of course. Bond uh, certainly drinks a lot, doesn't he? In the book, yeah. <laughs> actually, he has seventy cigarettes a day, which, of course, we can't, we don't do now. But um, very much based on Fleming, uh, certainly the hand-rolled cigarettes, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, it's uh, it's one of the, you know, f it hasn't been since some of the early films that. Uh, Yet so much Fleming in the story. Yes. This one had a lot of Fleming in it, and I think that's what makes it sort of um, so uh, well, also interesting. Daniel seems to, I think Daniel seems to fit the, the Fleming's vision of it. Don't mm -hmm. you feel yeah, about Bond? Yeah, very much so. Well, of course, uh, Casino Royale was the first Bond book, and uh, this, um, you know, this started off the Bond a whole Bond franchise, and you know, it's it's quite different from all the other Bond books. Bond is, um, in, in a way, a little more naive and a little less heroic in this book than the other ones. But uh, it does establish the character. And it's interesting of the books; it's the most low key in terms of, I suppose, the action and the fact it's a poker game. It's very much in the uh, realms of realism, if you will. Whereas I think gradually they got a little bit more. Not fanciful so much, but the adventures got a little more colourful as he wrote uh, the the uh, subsequent novels. Okay, here we are. Though we're back in the studio here, aren't we? This again was a sequence that uh, had many uh, reincarnations. <laughs> reincarnations, and we finally set it um, on the stairs on the emergency yeah. um, staircase. That was a great uh, mm -hmm. surprise moment there. This is Isaac DeBunkel. He's a fantastic actor. A great actor, great guy. And uh, he did a really wonderful job. Yeah. And here's Bond back at the... Uh, so Indicut with um, Isaac uh, trying to strangle um, Le Chief. <laughs> the thing was, he's, you know, he's such a sweet man. I mean, you know him, but he's, as an actor, he's, he's so convincing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't want to. Boy, he looks... Uh, he, he looks... Um, he looks tough. Mm. And he's a sweetheart, too. Oh, yeah, we had this, remember this discussion on the special effects on the telephone, what it should look oh, like God, on yes. the screen and how to say where where the uh, bug was coming from. But of course, now, because of uh, the advances in technology, you can basically do anything, yeah, can't you? So now he learns about the room, it goes into 3D. Yes, we, we did a few incarnations of that. Now, we had a lot of discussions about this scene because... It, uh, you know, usually you don't want your villain to ever look weak. Uh, and, and here's a situation where uh, uh, Maz is, uh, you know, Le Chiffre, 
But well, I think he was a kind of villain in the book that was that way. Yeah, you know, he wasn't so. a physical yeah. villain. He was a conniving kind of guy that managed always to twist and turn and get the uh, and get the upper hand that way. So I think it. Uh, well, also the way that um, Isaac tests him here. Which, yeah. is, which is which uh, is Abana? Yeah. That's his name. His character's name. But the way he sort of tests him by about to, <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And of course, uh, Lashif doesn't bat an eyelid. No. She's quite happy to see her get her <laughs> arm hacked off as long as he doesn't get damaged. But a word of protest should find a new boyfriend. Now this fight here is interesting. It was it was a tough one. I I, mm -hmm. I, I ended up shooting all of this, um, but it was uh, it was a very um, interesting fight for Bond. Mm -hmm. You know, again one on one, mm -hmm. kicks the guy over, and and uh, again mm -hmm. beautifully edited by Stewart. Mm -hmm. You know, was well edited. Did all handheld, very much mm -hmm. rougher than we've. Um, mm -hmm. We've probably had in the past. Isaac and both of them did an awful lot of their own work, mm. um, but again, great stunt work from everybody. Mm -hmm. And Daniel put his heart and soul and, into and this. And Daniel's uh, stunt um, double had a broken arm. Do you remember? Yes, he, had he it did. All in a yes, cast he did. This thing. And never complained. You know, mm. it's fine. He can do mm. it. But look at it. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a great fight. There's something about it when they're one on one, one guy against mm -hmm. another. That is, and it's not. It doesn't have tricks or gadgets or... Yeah, we had a long discussion is... here about how much blood and about yeah. how much oh. strangling and about... <laughs> yes. a... Well, I wanted to go on a bit, the strangling, mm -hmm. but the, the truth is it's very similar to the scene in the bathroom mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning of the movie where this is an ugly killing. He just... This guy doesn't die easily, and Bond uh, is very uncomfortable with it afterwards. The scene in the um, mm -hmm. bathroom upstairs, once we cut away and, from and this... And, of course, this... Freaks of Esper out too. Yeah. She's, she has a breakdown over it. So Clearly, she's never seen this um, anything like this in her life before, and is in complete shock. So it's a messy, clumsy, uh, very tough scene. I, I remember when we did Goldeneye. God help you! Shouldn't have any yeah. blood anywhere. No, Do you remember? No, yeah. I mean, even the tiniest bit would uh, was disputed by the by the censor. Mm -hmm. But look at this. I mean, the times have changed. Yeah. Clearly. It's all those video games. Yeah. We're allowed them, right? Remember this? Uh, how this was all done? This impressionistic style that you yeah, came up I, with. Yeah, I sort of did everything in, in uh, and uh, uh, freewheeling camera and just jump cut the whole thing. But there's Bond bleeding. Yeah, and and all this, uh, you know, this was. And uh, at the end of it, when he looks at himself in the mirror, you know, yeah, it, he looks like a different person. It's yeah. interesting. He had managed to get that kind of um, almost like he's turned into something else. That's, well, I always thought I think he, so he sees himself as a little bit of a monster here. Yeah, that, that's that, what I that, think is fantastic. That, that's why he finds that killing so ugly. It, right it, here, it, this shot. Yeah, where he yeah. leans in and just stares yeah. at himself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. It's what it's turning himself into. And of course, that's part of the reason. I, you know, I guess he hands in his resignation. It's all mm -hmm. an element of it, if you see yeah. what I mean. Mm -hmm. I know Vesper is, but... Yeah, exactly. And here we are, back at the... That's right, um, you've changed your shirt, huh? <laughs> here we are, that's right. And we, we, we very quickly, I remember we had to add the line about uh, right of everyone will uh, to um, mm -hmm. the time jump here, just mm -hmm. to make that work. We added the line at the end. The, the, vo the voiceover from, uh, the, uh, from, the, uh, from the manager, actually. Yeah. 
and it allowed him to come back in so we could get on with the story. Now, this uh, scene coming up is thought to be among people I uh, I talked to, one of the best scenes in the film, this, sure. this shower scene. It's just... It's... Uh, it shows the whole range of, of the character and, and that uh, Daniel brings to the different... Uh, he can be so brutal and he can be tender, too. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's quite a... Quite actually, I shot scene. all... Uh, the, the, when he goes to... Uh, the shot after this, I, I held it all in one shot. Mm -hmm. I remember Stuart saying to me, well, why didn't you do close-ups? And I said, well, if I did close-ups, you'd use them. <laughs> so there was no way. I just thought it plays beautifully in one shot, you mm -hmm. know, and it says it all, really. And Daniel's, and it was one take, by the way. Mm -hmm. People don't realize. And then we did this thing with the special effects on the fingers. Well, that, that, that's a great, I, I was talking to Ron Howard about that, actually, and explaining it to him. He said what a great scene this was. And uh, he takes a fingers, now, just have a look at this, right? Mm. And he, 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 he looks at the fingers, and there's this very sort of symbolic gesture of mm -hmm. sort of sucking one finger, mm -hmm. right, just to show that he's sort of cleaning the fingers, and then he finishes, right? Mm -hmm. He looks at it there. Now, in the original take, he sucked all four fingers, mm -hmm. so it almost had a fetish quality to it. And I remember when we previewed mm -hmm. it, the, the women didn't like the scene, mm -hmm. did they? No, they just thought it went on a little too much. It went on a bit too much, and uh, as opposed to it being a gesture, it was a kind of fetish <laughs> about sucking the... Anyway... Um, Steve Biggs came uh, in. Steve Biggs, the, the uh, special visual effects guy, came in, and I said, look, can you take uh, him out? Can, can we lose two fingers? <laughs> so he only sucks two fingers. And it was one of the greatest challenges, and it's all in one shot, so it's yeah. not like you cut out of it or cut round it. And... Uh, he did, and he you can't. Did a great job, a wonderful job. I mean, it just shows what you can use these special visual effects for now. It's just not, you know, it's it's making it a reality uh, is the challenge, making it look real, and not, sure, not, no one knows it has any notion that it's been. A well, also effect. there was a case where you could put it to use, and it made a big difference mm -hmm. to the emotional impact of the scene. Mm -hmm. I remember this. Oh, God, yes. We had it in, we had it out, we tried to lose it, uh, but unfortunately we had to have a time sequence to get back into the game at night. Uh, it, it, it's a good sequence, a funny sequence. Um, there they are in there. But... Um, well, shows John Carlos' character. Too, I know. You know? It's, uh, yeah. it, everything's clever. by manipulation and clever. <laughs> it's not by brute force. You know, no, not. <laughs> He's far cleverer than that. So it's really good. Oh, and that was yeah. a good little scene, and actually, uh, it was well worth keeping in. I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and here we go, and there's Le Chief, and again we get, of course, the. Um, the bleeding eye at the end of this. So we realize he's been watching all of this. And that's good too. We put the reflections in and yep. all that for the uh, visual effects again. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're back at the game. Now he's lost a couple of players. Remember we had that, all those special effects shots and all that we never used, we tried out. On oh the, God, yes, we tried to get a time, we tried it all. In fact, we oh. used a little bit in the trailer, didn't mm -hmm. we? Yeah. A bit of the sort of flip over in the trailer, mm -hmm. so it wasn't completely lost. One of the challenges with this poker stuff, of course, is to shoot it a little bit differently each time. Mm -hmm. And uh, and in this case, I had the moving camera and uh, in in the wide shots and and 
just just trying to ring the changes a little bit, which was um, which was difficult when you go on and on and on <laughs> shooting all this stuff. And again, you can see with all those chips there, what a monumental nightmare it was when I called cut, no, no. and you all had to go back to the uh, <laughs> had to go back like five Just minutes. stack them all up exactly the same way so that Absolutely. they would stay in continuity. Now, Maz uh, learned this trick himself, and it was really good for keeping the pace the of the film going. It was like a metronome, wasn't yeah, it? He it was, was just, just had a kind of threat to it, and it gave, a, it gave quite a sinister kind mm. of um, feel to the game. But he, he and Daniel, of course, uh, played off each other extremely well. And the, the sort of tension in the game and the people, the people kind of gradually getting sucked into the game. Mm. At this point, of course, we don't know that uh, Jeffrey Wright is uh, Felix Leiter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this all comes straight from Fleming, this whole sequence here where Bond, uh, you know, gets, uh, you know, loses everything. Um, I mean, it looks like he's, a, you know, totally he's defeated. He's totally defeated, absolutely. Yeah, we're right back on, on the book here, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Essentially. And, of course, at the back there, these people you see, of course, are the various friends and family members, bodyguards, and people we talked about earlier who are watching the game. And there was much discussion about who those people should be and, uh, you know, who would actually be allowed into the room. I remember sitting down with Bruce Moriarty, who was my uh, first assistant director, and going through all of that. But yeah, think, we haven't mentioned we Bruce. Amount. Bruce is a fantastic first uh, assistant director. He's oh, uh, very calm, very, very, you know, very well organized. As distinguished from you. As, <laughs> as distinguished from me. He's, he's a great foil for me. But very calm, nothing ruffles him. I remember getting in very early in the morning to work each of these days out. It, it took many hours to kind of... And uh, I, I would be in at, say, three in the morning working this stuff out. And sure enough, at five in the morning, there was Bruce. Mm. He sort of somehow felt he had to come in and support me. Mm. Well, uh, you know, he, he, um, he raises racehorses, doesn't he? Well, I don't know if he races, he breeds them. Yeah, certainly. breeds, he breeds right, horses. Yeah. When we return, the big blind will be 200,000. And uh, there's Addy getting up, of course, mm -hmm. and uh, Tom. Now here, this was a difficult scene, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah. Had a, Daniel uh, had a struggle with this scene for a while. You know, it's interesting. It's a yeah. tricky scene to do. And uh, it should also be pointed out when we tested actors mm -hmm. and actresses. This is one of the scenes yeah, we did, if it. you remember. Yeah, and it was was one, a, it's a difficult challenge. And, we, and the problem is that Daniel, bless him, actually came along for the tests for all the women, which mm -hmm. was a very, you know, that's unusual. I mean, normally your lead actor doesn't do that, but he volunteered to do it. And we blocked it and sort of set it one way. Mm -hmm. and, and in a way, of course, when you come to film it, mm. you know, you don't want to just repeat what you did. And mm -hmm. I, I think there were eight women we tested. Well, you know, to his credit, Daniel was 
was his perseverance was terrific and uh, um so 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 it wasn't an easy scene to do she gives them again she gives them hell and this became one of the most famous lines in the film i think coming up about the yeah. shaken or stirred line yeah. right at the bar yeah this was um Remember we had a question on the uh, whether people saw what Bond was looking at. We we changed it no, after the testing. We we changed this little bit. Oh, this held this more. So, uh, we, we made we did a, a zoom in on that's a right. Bit. We did a little zoom in. So for some bizarre reason they couldn't. People uh, didn't realize that he was looking at he, that. So we made sheaf. a little yeah. We made that's a little right. longer and uh, picks the knife up here. Yeah. Right. It's interesting what you get out of testing. I mean that's the advantage of uh, the way we were testing. I agree. You know, I think that, but the truth is that while I think there are huge disadvantages in testing, there are advantages, and this was a case in point. And this, of course, is a very good yeah. scene between Daniel and uh, Jeffrey Wright. Mm. Jeffrey's very, very good in this. Scene. Yes, he really. This is where his whole we realize abilities that. came to the fore. Yeah, you know, because he's just been sitting as a player. At he's the table. Just a player, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good, good confrontation between these two. And this, of course, is that huge staircase in, 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 inside um, the building that we used for um, Casino Royale. Absolutely magnificent. Again, Peter Lamont did a wonderful job. Um, mm -hmm. Sprucing this place sprucing up. Sprucing this place up. Because it's an abandoned uh, building. Right? Yes, absolutely. Now we're back in the uh, game. Mm -hmm. And there were, I don't know if you noticed, the lady going past is Varushka, who was a great model in the 60s, wasn't yeah, she? and she was in Blow Up. It's a very famous scene that, uh, uh, of her as the model. You know, fantastic. Yeah, she was probably one of the most famous uh, models, along with Twiggy at the time. So uh, it was fun to have a lovely lady, too. And again, great moments between these two here. Yeah, this was the uh, tell, remember? <laughs> <laughs> now he's now he knows he's the reading the tell. And he's, he's, <laughs> he's realizes Bond is on to him. And the poison scene. <laughs> now, this is a scene I think turned out way better than yeah, the writing. Yeah. I mean, it could have been very hokey, but you know, it worked out. And just watch the way Daniel does this. Mm. The, the drinks go up to him. Right, and it's very understated, and someone who doesn't want to give away the fact that you know, to alert anybody else has been poisoned, but, it, but it's just a, it's, it's a terrific piece of acting, I think. Mm. I even contemplated losing the dropping of the two, of, of the um, liquid, poison? In, the poison yeah. into the uh, glass, thinking that the yeah. moment Le Chief looks at it, you realize Le Chief has set this up, but... Uh, in the end, we opted to uh, um, play it safe. Mm -hmm. so just, the, mm -hmm. just the looks and things are so sort of perfect. He's beginning to sweat. Sorry, sir. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and this is a digitalis too. We we studied this whole thing yes, to we see did. how digitalis would have affect someone and. And that you could use lidocaine that is a uh, that's in the emergency packs to actually. Uh, Counteract it and all that. It was uh, we did a lot of research on this. Then this bit here was was it terrific. The sort yeah. of seen through his eyes. The yeah, whole this, thing. This kind was of. Uh, this was part of uh, again uh, 
fills, uh, you know, a pro approach to ma this ma was making it, you know. yeah. So and we sort of, you know, we want Bond to throw up and all that. And, you know, it's, it's a, nice it's a lot to yeah. ask of, of actors. And uh, a great moment there where he's so out of it. Mm -hmm. Then we cut straight to the car. It was a little longer that scene, but we mm -hmm. sort of cut it down a little bit. That sort of exterior stuff, all good. But it was great that, and this was a scene I thought were gangbusters. Mm -hmm. Again, we shot it very handheld, very immediate to sort of. And Stuart's cutting is great as well. Yeah, he's, he's done a great job. And we get all the information I think we need, you know. And Daniel plays it so well. Mm -hmm. 007. Bond's been poisoned. He's going into cardiac arrest. Stay calm. And don't interrupt, because you'll be dead within two minutes unless you do exactly what I tell you. <laughs> I'm all ears. Remove the defibrillator from the pouch. Do we know what it is yet? I'm still scanning. Attach the leads to your chest. And that was the handhold defibrillator. But all good stuff, I mean, it was... Yeah. Oh, I dreaded this scene, shooting mm -hmm. it for some reason. I don't know why, but it's a bit like all the scenes that often seem the toughest. They, they turn out the best. And, and it was a very tense scene, I thought. Mm -hmm. His heart's going to stop. It's only time for one charge before he passes out. There are two doctors there, arguing amongst themselves mm -hmm. as to what to give him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Take the comedy pen and give him the comedy pen. <laughs> <laughs> Great piece of, and it goes, oh. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have had that uh, monitor go up to over 200. He should have, actually. I think we got the numbers wrong <laughs> there. Slightly. The wrong. I think we got that. But I'm, I'm sure all the doctors, I, it was pointed out to me by someone in the medical profession, but I guess the <laughs> average person doesn't uh, register it. We had someone there as well to advise us. It, it wasn't like we didn't have anybody there. Yeah, what you know? happened? Yeah. Checking mm -hmm. all this stuff, making sure it was right. And... <laughs> he does this. Mm -hmm. Like he just, are you all right? Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Me, she yeah, says. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like always. <laughs> as soon as we won this game. He's uh, And of yeah. course, uh, this is this uh, is a good a good moment too. You know, back into the fray. Yeah. Well, also, it's the funniest line in the film, I think, isn't it? Mm. When he says, "You know, it almost killed me." It's mm -hmm. it's an echo of the old Bond films mm -hmm. and the and those lines that. Uh, those great uh, Bond lines that used to be um, populate all the movies. Mm. And here we are, there's Felix Leiter losing, not looking too being happy about out, it, yeah. being wiped out, no sign of Bond. I'm sorry, that last hand nearly killed me. Gentlemen, <laughs> and so the duel goes on. And now, of course, we come to the final. Uh, yeah. We come to the final. Yeah, we have uh, uh, chip changes and all of that. Yeah, we got uh, Tom I mean, and uh, Eddie and 
Varushka is out of the game at the yeah, moment. Yeah. They're all they're down to four players. Yeah, four players. Addy, of course, takes up the whole of that <laughs> that, that side of the table. There's a lot of poker, in it, I have mm -hmm. to say. There's a lot of poker. Um, and, of course, the stakes are getting higher and higher and everybody's getting a little more tense. Daniel was excellent as the dealer, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Totally unfazed by the filming process, wasn't he? Yeah, he I mean, was completely, you know, it didn't throw him at all. In fact, he just enveloped it like he'd been doing it for all his life. It's interesting how every one of them... Uh, developed their own little characters sure. playing these games or rehearsing. Tom decided to play it very uh, precise. Addie was more casual. More and casual and, and, and uh, Addie kind of enjoying it, kind of. Race. Race. That was a great last confrontation mm -hmm. between these two, I have to say. And just to work out the length of the Mm -hmm. in the editing as to how long these scenes would um, play. I think uh, Stuart got it absolutely perfectly. Helped enormously, I think, by David Arnold. David Arnold doing a great score for all of this. Not too great. obviously yeah. tense, but there was just a kind of underscoring all the time of the tension in the... Well, this is the fourth Bond film he's done, mm. and um, you know he's really uh, gotten into the swing of it. He's, um, he's you know, he just... Um, you know, he just loves the, the Bond theme, he loves the traditions, and yet he brings a newness to it. Yes, too. he does, I, I, I must say. Here we are, we the final. Uh, there he is, very, very pleased with himself. He's about <laughs> to deliver the coup de grace, yep. of course. Mm -hmm. Full house, <laughs> Very happy with himself. Very happy with himself. And what was the final pot? Something like 130 million. Or, yeah, it's 130. And uh, Jean. Well, we Cuff. got that mixed up. It was either 115 or 120. I think we got. That. Did we get a bit mixed up on I that? Think we got, I think we have both figures. Did <laughs> we? Different yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, there was, and of course, there's the Greek chorus telling us exactly what's going on. Yep. Quite essential, actually, yeah. I think, for for people who, who who don't play the game. People like me. Mm. Well, this was good. We, you know, this was, um, you got to see every hand kind of illustrated. Yeah. That's what the nice thing about this dealer. He does it uh, this fashion so that, uh, you know, you can see exactly what it is. That's a full house. Yeah. Ace, uh, eights full of aces. And then, of course, uh, he comes up with aces full of sixes, which is a higher full house. Mm. So. I remember watching all the <laughs> card films with the. Uh, a theme of cards or mm -hmm. card games in them. Cincinnati Kid, I watched. Mm -hmm. um, Maverick had a big card game mm -hmm. in it, uh, ironically, uh, edited by Stuart Baird. So it was a mm -hmm. um, big card game at the end of it. So I watched all the, those two. Uh, and of course, Sting, Bond of course. just has two little cards. You know, what in the world? Yeah. When you first look at him, you think, oh, well, that's nothing, is it? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, but then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maz kind of sees it. It's so great, you know. The, he he does it just pitch perfect. Kind of straight flush, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Off he goes. Bond very pleased with himself, but mm -hmm. and he's just given the guy half a million dollars. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, it's just, maybe, yeah, M's going to say a chit. Oh, <laughs> you have to send in a chit for that. <laughs> It was half a million. I remember you expressing <laughs> some surprise at oh, the amount that... Yeah, uh, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good tip after. <laughs> oh, but that's fun, that, though. I mean, if anybody catches that, then, mm -hmm. then uh, obviously it's um, yeah. it's quite fun. Remember we were going to cut that when he says, let's go eat. This is interesting. Fun. You know, I, I had a discussion with Daniel about that, and I had a few mm -hmm. other people in the scene here because it's nothing unusual at four in the morning when there's a casino around to be able to have have a meal. And I thought there should be, I think I had four or six other people in the room. And Daniel said to me, look, I, I really think we should have nobody in the set. And subsequently, I think he was right. It, it sort of somehow focused on them and uh, everybody's gone home, but, but they're by themselves. Yeah. So it was a good call by Daniel, I think, on that one. You know. It's a good scene too, mm. but of course we're now about to get into mm -hmm. the um, mm -hmm. the nitty gritty of the story. We're about to go back into the uh, I out into the um, into the plot. It's an old Jew in she looks beautiful. Oh. There is just a sense of actually, it's very interesting. This has that sense of unease in the book, doesn't it? This yeah. scene. It you know, just, where, where he's just wondering there's something disturbing and there's something that's not quite in sync here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's never going to understand her. And, and I guess that's the, that's the point of the whole thing. Absolutely. Is there's, a, there's part of her he'll never know, he, I think, is what, he, what he's implying here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he doesn't. And Eve is a bit like that herself, isn't she? Yeah. There's a side to Eva that is very sort of private and... and uh, um, a terrific sense of humour, though. She's she's mm -hmm. got a. Which, let's face it, you need on these movies, don't you? When you're making them, you don't got a sense of humour. It's a long, it's a long oh, haul. It's a long haul. And you know, for someone like you, who's uh, every, you know never a day of rest, it just goes on and on and on for six months. It's exhausting. Congratulations, And of course, he starts to click on the. Uh, I think we shot this at, yeah, all night. Of course, yeah. again in the hotel, in the mm -hmm. Pup Hotel. But it looks uh, gorgeous, thanks to Peter and his dressing and everything else. And now we start to crank up. This is part of the hotel. He pushes. I remember how hard should he push those people? Yeah. <laughs> and this worked. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it, 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 when it was in the script, it read a little bit. Mm -hmm. Cheesily and mm -hmm. looked a little bit. Actually, it works fine. Yeah, this was a good. Had a lot of trouble graining that. Yeah, yeah, that. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. true. But it came out fine in the end. And this is a good shot. The way you zoomed, it came around the, the camera. The, the, the steady cam roaring, and, and he's away before it finishes. And this it was interesting. The concept of this, mm -hmm. because as originally written, it was a car chase, if mm -hmm. you remember. Yeah. And I said, well, mm -hmm. I don't. How many car chases have we mm -hmm. seen? Like million. We don't need it. Let's let's just have a car chase that never was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, so literally and, in seconds, boom, he's over the hill. There she is in the middle of it. Oh my God! That was a clever way of uh, and so suddenly creating the situation. Audience, audience expectation is thrown into reverse. Because in the book and in the original script, it was a 
you know, a, something to rent uh, to shred the tires. Shred the tires, and the chase yeah. went through the woods, and it yeah. did all this stuff. Now, this rollover is interesting. I remember saying to Gary Powell, I had to have it all in one shot. I didn't mm -hmm. want any cuts. And the reason was he came to me and showed me a rally car that rolled over mm. in very similar fashion. And because there was only one camera on it, it was startling. So mm. that was the reason we did it in one shot. So that was the Guinness Book of Records? Yes, most, it was. I think it was rolled flips. over seven or eight times. Yeah. Uh, two, two cars. The first one didn't work. <laughs> and the second one, they put a ram underneath it to flip it over. Yeah, it was an air ram that fired the Air road. ram that yeah. fired. And it's a spectacular room flip, I've got to say. Mm -hmm. People have said to me, oh, well, that's a marvelous piece of digital. And I, well, it's not. I mean, it's absolutely for real. So and that, there was a stuntman uh, in it. Yeah. By the way, that little thing he broke was a piece of pasta that was painted. Was it? Yes. <laughs> I didn't, you didn't tell me. If I'd known that, I would have... Yeah, you would have said, we got to get a <laughs> get real, a real one. Get a real one. And here we are. In goes Bond. She's there. I remember having to do all these close-ups because mm -hmm. we have to establish who's going to end up in the torture scene, which... Um, mm -hmm. and it remember was you were, we were driving around with Pete and he said, I've got a great idea for Actually, the... That, I said, we've got oh, a great you got idea. A great I'm idea. not letting him have that. All right. He said, I'm not afraid. <laughs> I said, let's do it in the empty barge. Yeah, great. You know, well, it was because a good, the echo good one. And what the a metal. location. Huh? Yeah. Oh, great. And what a great set. Yeah, I mean, he built this set. He built the set. It was absolutely terrific. And it's interesting... You know, the torture scene, was, which has become a bit of a cause celeb in the mm -hmm. movie, mm -hmm. we didn't compromise on this at all, did no. we? And you guys absolutely said we had to have yeah, it. That and was the we, one and none of us pulled out away from it. We said... Yeah, she has to die in the end, and she, she has, has to, to die, have the and you scene. have to have the torture scene. <laughs> and uh, No matter what the studio says. <laughs> no matter what they say. And I remember the studio were very worried that Bond is sort of tied up by the villain yeah. and, you know, <laughs> is, is basically beaten to a pulp and how can you let that happen to James Bond? Mm. Well, the truth is that Bond wins the confrontation yeah. not by virtue of the death of uh, Le Chiffre, but the um, the sparring that goes on between them, you know, the, the uh, confrontation the verbal confrontation that goes on between them. And Daniel was truly magnificent. So was um, Mads, Mads Mickelson in wow. this. The, the rope I think in, in the book mm -hmm. it was a carpet beater if I yes, remember, wasn't carpet it? Beater, yeah. And it was in an old house. Such a waste. <laughs> this was a shot, interestingly <laughs> enough, which was uh, cut out of the British version. Yeah. You know, I never understood all these elaborate tortures. It's the simplest thing. I think it was a two-day shoot, this scene of mm. Iron Man. Was it two days? Was it one day? Oh, ow. Mm. <laughs> I think... Uh, well, Maz played it really well here. You yes. know, for... Uh, uh, you know, he's just the right type of sort of, you know, sadomasochist kind of thing. And, Absolutely. And trying to excuse himself, you know. You know, I just want to... <laughs> It was a it was a terrific scene between these. I've got to say, it was a marvelously written scene. I have to mm -hmm. say that uh, Paul brought this for scene to life. The, um, yeah, it's in the it's in the book. It's quite different in, uh, in the book, but the, basically the you know similar but 
But uh, Paul's adaptation of that is uh, was good. And the set was great because you could, you know, we could lay in the kind of drips and the ringing sound that's there on a metal floor. So, so it gave it a kind of atmosphere that I think worked terrifically well. And this is what I think, you know, great acting's about. I mean, Daniel, boy, it's a tough scene to pull off, and uh, mm. he does it just perfectly. Yeah, he can't manages to keep the upper hand and tied nude to a chair being beaten. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it is. It's actually a very funny incident at the end of this when a wide shot when he kicks Bond over. That Ben, the stuntman, I had to put in mm -hmm. to uh, double Daniel simply because he's being kicked over and we want mm -hmm. Daniel's head being mm -hmm. uh, battered. And this is a guy who who would jump off a 500-foot building. Mm -hmm. um, and I've never seen a man more scared at having to strip down to his, mm. you know, mm -hmm. to nothing. The stunt, mm -hmm. uh, ben, the stuntman, well, he was absolutely <laughs> petrified that he now had to <laughs> be nude, basically. Yes, you do get... Um, you do get the sense that uh, Le Chief is slightly getting his rocks off, don't you, mm -hmm. with this whole... Uh, and with that girlfriend, of course, it yeah, she... proffers up uh, kind of all sorts of possibilities, doesn't it? Yeah, the, uh, the whole idea of the big picture coming back here yeah. that uh, echoes what was said with, what was uh, said with um, Judy Dench. With Judy Dench in the uh, apartment scene. Yeah. I like the light coming in the back and the mm. whole... And she's, yeah. of course, screaming. But, but uh, the sound was good in here too, with yes. the echoing stuff. And um, for those interested, it was all dubbed in uh, in England, actually, wasn't yeah, it? It was. And, A yeah. terrific um, dubbing crew and sound crew. This is the bit where he laughs at him, yes. Mm -hmm. And, and Le Chief realizes, of course, that <laughs> there's no way that Bond is actually going to uh, is going to give him the information. As to, where, as to where the money is. You know, Chris Monroe got the BAFTA for this, for the sound. Yes, he did. Yeah, it was uh, he and the, uh, you know, the sound mixer. I'll feed you what you see not to value. And, of course, here's Jasper Christensen coming yep. in. Yeah, from the beginning. Now, this is straight out of the book, isn't it? Yeah, very This much. is all exactly what happens. And I remember the studio being worried about the fact that uh, Bond doesn't get to kill the bad. Well, of mm. course, he does. In the end, he gets back in the last scene of the movie. But here, of course, mm. I did about mm -hmm. 12 takes of that, I think, <laughs> in order to get that head landing exactly yeah. where it is. Well, he had land with his eyes open. And actually, we did have a sequence going into the hospital, didn't we? A sort mm -hmm. of oh, emergency yeah. sequence, oh, yeah, pulling him in. With uh, Giancarlo outside. Absolutely, and, and a huge... But we just decided that mm -hmm. in order to move the story on... His video. Francesco. But this works well. He wakes mm -hmm. up and is... Uh, in the book, I remember, this is a very long sequence, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, to, you get the idea it's months rather than... Mm. But we couldn't... Uh, we couldn't really um, stretch it that long, so he had to recover a little bit earlier in film, mm. <laughs> in film time. Mm. 
quite like this effect of seeing it through. Mm -hmm. We come to that. And then, of course, he's recovered much more quickly than... Uh, again, beautiful, wasn't it? This mm. was Lake Cuomo, wasn't it? Yeah, like that house on Lake Como, fantastic. Um, actually owned by a... Place. Yeah, there was an Arctic was a, explorer that uh, was uh, living here. It's just thought. And this beautiful kind of terrace that we used as the clinic, Lake Cuomo in the background. Mm. Um, that's one of the great things on Bond, of course, you come to these wonderful locations. And, of course, the suspicion is that Giancarlo is actually uh, a traitor. Drink up. Anything else you remember? Anything that can help us? Help us? Mm-hmm. Or help you? But here comes the uh, the stuntman, right? Yes, <laughs> that's... Yeah, we, we actually used him in this. That's Ben. Ben, ben came out and played the part. This is a beautiful scene, I think. Yeah. A, a beautifully written mm -hmm. scene, and uh, look at that location. I mean, yeah. it's just... We were going to have all nuns. This is the only. This is the only two nuns that got into the. Yes, <laughs> I don't quite. <laughs> I don't quite know why why we did that. <laughs> it was all nuns. It was all supposed to be. Um, but this played wonderfully. This scene. Mm -hmm. She looks very beautiful, here, doesn't she? Absolutely gorgeous. And she's very sexy in this scene. Oh. Hello. Hello. You're right. I can't resist waking you. Every time I do, you look at me as if you haven't seen me in years. It makes me feel reborn. If you'd just been born, wouldn't you be naked? You have me then. You can have me anywhere. Does this mean that you're... Remember the wind? We had lots of wind oh. this day. This, uh, wind. How many people were clouds, the sun, oh. in and out of the clouds. Can't know. I, I only had one day on this, didn't I? Didn't I shoot this in a day? I can't I remember. I think so. Was it just we had we had to get out of it? We we only had a limited time to do it. It was a very. Um, this fortunately, the sun did come out, and we we got this. Actually, you'll see a wide shot at the end of the scene where the sun had completely gone, and I think we digitally tweaked up the water a little bit to make it a little bit more sparkling. Very funny, very very amusing, and it's really where they they come together. They're in love with one. Here's Ludger Pistor. He's German, actually, along with um, uh, two or three of the other actors, and and he again brings. Um, what what was essentially written as a dry banker, mm -hmm. he turned into something he did. He way made. more interesting, mm -hmm. didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think that reaction of Daniel was absolutely genuine when, <laughs> when he came up with that performance. But it just shows, you know, you get you get actors who are capable of transforming these parts, mm -hmm. and uh, it's such a plus. There she is. She's just about to betray him. Very intimate, these two mm -hmm. scenes, actually, between them yeah. both. It really seals the love for one another. Um, 
a crucial scene for all of that. Yeah, she's. Uh, it's all getting to her a bit now. Yes, in the film and. And uh, so I think she played this very well. She tells it beautifully. You know, she gets a little emotional in the second part of it, but, but it's because she's betrayed him, of course, that, mm. do you know? Yeah. It's a kind of... And he's totally... I, I don't think a lot of people realise that uh, she was about to betray him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It came as a big surprise to the, a lot of people I talked to anyway. Her mother, I, I forget her mother's name, but she was a, a, a quite a famous French actress, isn't yes. she? The, um, <laughs> yeah, of course, some people said to me, oh, they, she was a goner as soon as Bond said, I love you, and that was the... <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see that, but, you know, a lot of people were, uh, were so involved in the relationship, I think they, um, yeah. they bought into it and didn't... Uh, mm-hmm. That's sort of well, what he's saying to her. No, it was it was a very frustrating two days shooting this because of mm. the weather and the uh, and the uh, noise problems. And I remember we had paparazzi. Mm. Oh, we yeah, we're we all off on a boat full we of had, paparazzi. We had somebody oh. in camouflage up the hill. Oh, that's right. Shoot. Yeah, Here's the end shot I was talking about. Yeah, and there, there was, was a, a boat just there. off yeah. screen, yeah. a boat full of ten paparazzi that the police were holding back. And then we picked this up out in Pinewood. Yeah, <laughs> just to give a time transition to get us into... Because uh, mm-hmm. clearly Bond has got quite a lot better. So the thing was to move it along, so at least you uh, bought into the fact that they were... Um, you know, that he had... Uh, mm-hmm. Um, he had got better. A good scene too. We had we cut the end of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. We felt the climax was as they roll over, boom, we crash, that, bang, uh, little girl sort of. Come in and, yeah. say, now oh, now we're back in the Bahamas, aren't yeah. we? We'll be too busy sweating Mathis. Mathis? Remember, I told way you down there on the beach, we had a paparazzi taking still um, photographs of us. That's how he wiped me out. Here's another great scene. Very beautiful piece of beach. It's actually the same piece of beach we used for the uh, galloping horse, wasn't it? Didn't we use this? We just moved along a bit. And because we're supposed to be in Europe, I remember trying to find a tree that looked more (laughs) European. So in the wide shot, you can actually see the the tree there. The sea perhaps gives it away a little bit, the colour of the sea, but... um, But it was lovely shooting there, so it's... These sort of locations are absolutely fabulous. That's why I love you. You love me. And the boat couldn't get in. There was, I remember, there's all sorts of yeah, was, problems trying to get the boat. Couldn't it, get any closer because of the keel, and the, you know they couldn't get in because yeah. of the depth of the water and so forth. You're serious. Like you said, you do what I do for too long, and there won't be any soul left to salvage. I'm leaving with what little I have left. Is that enough for you? And there we finish, and now we get into... This is a wonderful shot, you know. Great shot here. Do you remember the um, Mark yeah. Wolf, the, Mark the, the, the who, who said, you know, he, ha, ha, he he was ordered not to fly below 
300, <laughs> 300 feet. And I said to him, you know, that seems a little mm -hmm. lower than 300 feet. He said, you know, I had altimeter problems. Said, <laughs> <laughs> what a location, what a, a good choice of location, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, it always well, was set yeah. in Venice, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't but, you know, in Venice is a, is a tough place to film from a production point of view. Oh, gorgeous. And the organization, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, very well organized. And uh, you have to be very precise, almost down to the length of track mm -hmm. you're going well, to use. Well, St. Mark's Square, I remember yeah, the bonfire yeah. there and on these canals. Interestingly, now, the boat broke down fairly quickly, <laughs> the, the motor. So there's a rubber dinghy pushing it from the other mm -hmm. side that you can't see. Yeah. And the marketplace, this is a real marketplace. Mm -hmm. we, we mix our own people with uh, mm -hmm. the local people. Anything on boats is very tricky to film, but we managed to do it. She's a little disturbed by this, and uh, he's completely oblivious to uh, what she's seen. We had to put the mast down, remember, because the Rialto Bridge oh, was down there. Now, we cut a scene out here. This is a, uh, a scene where they're sort of... Um, mm -hmm. We cut some of this scene out, and I think for the better. Mm. You know, it was a scene that was... Um, we, we felt took it on too long. Yeah. We weren't too sure. That was also it. another one we tested. Do you remember? We tested yeah. that one. Uh, People weren't that enamored with it, were they? Mm. If I remember. And it didn't need it, quite honestly, because once her mood changes on the boat, you mm -hmm. sort of have to go with that, don't you? You, you can't sort of go back to them being happy and, yeah. and uh, falling about in the bed and then for her to... Mm -hmm. so, so this, I thought, emotionally was a better line to take. Mm -hmm. To realize sometimes you can't. And the red dress, of course, is interesting because mm -hmm. it's a, a, when Bond follows her through the streets of Venice, it has a little touch of don't look now about mm -hmm. it, which was the red uh, raincoat, I think, in the, on, the, on, the, on the dwarf was, yeah, had, had on the, the, uh, the child on yes. the dwarf. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is it. You will never find a foyer this big no, in Venice. No. And that's, a, you know, the, uh, that's a closet, isn't it? We, yeah. That wasn't an elevator. That was a closet, yeah. Mm. And Peter dressed all this. Mm. In fact, it's in Prague, of course. We did have a bit where we set up... Um, Gettler and the... Yeah, the, the, the Gettler character, the guy mm. with uh, She Sees in the Market. Um, I think you just might see him on the way. Now, this is St. Mark's Square. Here. Yeah. Back in the set, that was obviously a location shot, which we cut onto the set here. Another beautiful set that Peter built. I remember Daniel being bewildered at how yeah. grand the set was. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> he but said the thing is, a lot, most hotels in Venice would look like that. Very right? much so. Oh, there's uh, Phil. There's Phil Mayhew, our DP, <laughs> overacting in the background there. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. cut off before he could really turn around. That's a shame. Because we had to go to Daniel's reaction. But he does this reaction wonderfully. You know. So you will be depositing it today? On my way to the bank right now. And off he goes. And again, this was in the uh, building in um, Prague, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. It's one of the yeah, staircases, a... and it looked beautiful. Yeah, it's a museum. A big museum. Ludger Pista, here he is again. Mm -hmm. It appears the funds are being withdrawn as we speak. And Bond, of course, realizing now that she's... Um, 
Betray them. We're about to go, of course, into. Um, Anyway. We're about to go into yeah, uh, Mark Square. Square. So this oh boy, was, this was a day's filming, yeah. wasn't it? Oh. So we had 400 extras in the immediate foreground, and then we had we had to let the regular tourists into the balance. There's probably a thousand in there. Yeah. It's unbelievably difficult, all this, just for the sheer, mm -hmm. and for Bruce, to be honest, not mm -hmm. for anybody else. I mean, you know, and we had all, this is all our people, obviously, but... Mm -hmm. um, uh, for Bruce, it was an absolute nightmare because you just didn't know who was our people and who were the um, who were the public. And occasionally, you'd find someone walking next to Dan, who was a member of the public, trying to get themselves into the into the um, movie. I shot much more of this sequence, of mm -hmm. course, in other streets because it's such a beautiful place. But we cut it down to, I think, the correct length. All these little narrow streets are such a beautiful, interesting place. And she gets a little suspicious, she turns. Nope, nobody there, but of course Bond is uh, one step ahead of her. I always thought on this journey to start with, he's angry and blind, and mm -hmm. you know, he's blinded by anger. He's, when he runs out to look at and and gradually is he, follows her and comes to the destination. He's t his heart turns to stone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very focused and very... Mm -hmm. Which is why I had him kill this guy, because I just, mm. just felt this is Bond. Absolutely focused. Another beautiful location, a music mm -hmm. school, wasn't it? Yeah, the music school. Sadly deteriorating a little bit, but uh, because they hadn't got the money mm -hmm. to um, and we repair had to, We could only work here when the students weren't in. That's correct. Yeah, so. We had to go back and do something, didn't we? One shot or something. We did in the morning, yeah. yeah. But I remember this uh, whole gunfight with all these bullets. Mm -hmm. I only had a day here. For, it was a hell of a lot to be asked to shoot in a day. And um, it was, again, because of the availability of the location. But this here was one take, with, mm -hmm. I think, five or six cameras. This mm -hmm. not that. This coming up. Yeah. Do you remember that? And I had like five or six cameras, and we prayed everything was going to work. I rehearsed Dan running. I said, getting him faster and faster and faster. Now we're in a set. This is a remarkable set yeah. by Peter Lamont. This, this is, is the 007 stage. The 007 stage, right? So this is part of it. This is the square part. This is the square part, but a, a huge set. And, and uh, this is, to be honest, uh, Peter Lamont and... Um, Chris Corbolt, the mm. special effects guy, uh, is absolutely magnificent. I think their uh, work in this, in this um, house. You know, the idea that that a house would have its foundations repaired with floating, all that came from um, Ra Rob uh, Wade and uh, Neil yes, Purvis. it did. This was always in the. In this was always part of their thing, and absolutely. it's really a unique. Uh, uh, I've never, you know, it was a very imaginative idea. Yeah. That, uh, Never been seen before, and, the, and the whole concept of, um, <laughs> of the piece. And, and again, very realistic. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, look at all this. It, it's all very... Uh, and this was stuff. something you didn't have time to storyboard, but it came out No, I very, didn't. Very well, well, I, I <laughs> put a few hours in before every morning, but, <laughs> but uh, we didn't, and it came out fantastically now, well. Now, this whole thing was, was on a hydraulic lift, 90 tons. It was in the studio in a tank, of 20-foot tank of water. And it went up and down like an elevator, like a yeah. huge, a whole house went in. Now, this is very funny. I, I had a fellow who 
professor up at Stanford who said one of his colleagues, who was a woman and dealing with, uh, uh, you know, uh, literature and uh, Venice and that, she said, uh, how could they destroy a beautiful house like this in the middle of them just to make a movie? <laughs> well, there you are. That's how convincing yeah. it is to some people. But that, um, you know, that was... Um, this was on. This was. This was all done on a pinewood back on lot. On the back lot, on the tank, wasn't on it? On the tank. It's about twelve oh, foot high, isn't it? Yeah, it was a one. It was one third life size. So oh, it was, was it? Pretty yeah. big. It was about thirty feet high, and you know, uh, not quite uh, tw twenty feet high. Yeah. And uh, and that uh, and they did a great job, and they fit it right in. Uh, right in the Grand Canal. Though. Yeah, I mean, it was an incredible job. And this uh, this house was a piece of engineering, I mm -hmm. have to say, that is mm -hmm. second to none. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, with Peter Lamont, but uh, Chris Corbolt, as you said, designed the cage that could go in an X and Y direction, that could tilt on its corners like and rock. And back it, back it would rock back and forth. Mm -hmm. And not once did the hydraulics screw up on mm -hmm. the thing, which is uh, the first time for me. I mean, normally these things are riddled with... Um, well, he's just a genius. Yes, that. he is. And that whole team, it, it was uh, a huge set, too. Look at all this. This I mean, is all the model, model stuff. And, and, and this uh, is set right into the, the canal. Into the canal, the real canal, mm -hmm. the plate was shot. And by the way, the bubbles that you see around the bottom of the house, that was actually part of that the real, real canal. Cool. We actually mm -hmm. put those in, or Chris put those in, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And this was another oh, piece of uh, yeah. engineering here to get this going. Yeah, it was, it was a fantastic sequence, and and totally unusual. Mm -hmm. You know, not just for a Bond film, but in any movie, I think it was a very unusual, uh, very well choreographed fight. This is Daniel, you know, this is mm -hmm. Bond, absolutely. Well, this is your nail gun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't think they quite work like that, Mike, but however, for our purposes, they did. <laughs> They didn't. I decided. Mm -hmm. I remember discussing how are we going to kill um, Gatler, mm -hmm. the bad guy. And finally, I said, "Look, put a nail in his goddamn yeah. eye," yeah, you know, yeah. which he would. And that's right. It's just you don't see it going, but that's you right. see the result, which but is. But it's in the bad eyes that would pass the. Yeah. So, but, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's funny. Yeah, she was a, a very stalwart. Oh, wasn't too. she? Well, the way she learned to dive. This is a person who didn't couldn't dive at all when we were in the Bahamas. She's never dived before in her life. And then she got to be so, and those stunt ah, people took her down. I think she was terrified to begin with when she oh. started rehearsals, but the end result of what she did, you can see in the movie, and uh, it's truly and she fantastic. Had, she had total confidence at the end. She was just like, go underwater and just do it, and then just call for the breathing, and then pop yep. down, and she'd have it, and be very, you know, just, I was amazing. I've never seen anyone become so confident about, uh, you know, who'd never dove underwater before. Yeah. It's so quick. And, and uh, so controlled. And because so to be, for anyone to be in a cage underwater is very frightening. Psychologically. Even experienced, even experienced divers don't like it, you know. No. To be locked in a... Now look at this expression. Now this mm -hmm. is someone who's underwater, just there's no tricks. Mm -hmm. She's just doing it entirely. And this moment, I think, is mm -hmm. truly fantastic. The calmness, mm -hmm. you know, there's almost a serenity about the way she does it, isn't it? The and then she gulps them. And then she just out. decides to, she's going to do it, you know, mm -hmm. and Bond is, is, this turned out way, way beyond, I mm -hmm. think, what we expected. And she does it so sort of, uh, 
and Bond going nuts. It, it was just heartbreaking, wasn't it? Very, uh, yeah, it really works, this sequence. And of course, this is all set, and again, Chris Corbolt's wonderful work, and uh, Peter you know, Lamont. You know, this is back in the square, taking out the set and putting the that, uh, and putting, putting the house the roof in. and putting the roof in. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite a. I had to turn that around a few days. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a. Uh, it's interesting. The sunlight at the back, of course, yeah. Phil did not have the amount of light to do that on such a big set, so we just did it digitally. Yeah, that's sort amazing. Of the line of yeah. the sun there, which What's is the one thing you can do with digital. Yeah, it's really great. It's fantastic. Give those Absolutely. And it's in the earlier shot, but uh, later. In other words, or earlier, it's uh, the sun's higher up, but it's still there. And now they brought that's it right, down. That's right. Then they brought it down yeah, as we went on. I maybe you're worried about how much resuscitation yeah. Daniel was giving him. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in reality, he, yeah. I think we get away with yeah, it. I figure he knows she's uh, dead. She's dead, yeah. Because the water's in her lungs or something. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, he, because you're supposed to go for 20 minutes. Or yes, well, a great moment here. I so was, I so, uh, and that's all, um, all those bubbles and so forth all came from mm -hmm. Chris's department. Absolutely terrific. Here we have Jasper Christensen, who's been watching over this, has lifted the bag out of the water, and off he goes. He's very good. Yes, yeah, um, excellent actor. He's allergic to the sun. I know, right up, <laughs> I remember when that. When we were out in this last sequence, yeah. he had, a, you know, be under an umbrella all the time. And, but... Uh, and here, absolutely beautiful. It yeah. almost looks like a fake backdrop. That is the real thing, of course. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I guess the long focus feel on the lens gives it that appearance. But what a beautiful... Well, we had a beautiful day to shoot yeah. it, didn't we? Everything was... It's the uh, back of the Cipriani Hotel yeah. on that island. Yeah, that's there. correct. And um, that's where uh, we were all staying. You must have known I'd check it. A very good scene. You realise, of course, that they've come full circle, Bond and uh, M. Of course, we did... We did at some point have him throw that computer away. Away, but we felt yeah. it, it seemed a little uh, petulant was the problem, wasn't it? So, yeah. so, so, so uh, we just had to, you know, we cut around it, but of course, it's un, it kind of disappears. It disappears. <laughs> Nobody ever knows. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't. But it, but it's it's, it's, a, it's a great scene. Bond has mm. now become, you know, he's he's mm. <laughs> this is a man that is. Uh, um, it's welded him basically. He's yeah, the experience has, has somehow galvanized him, and he's now become the sort of machine, the beautiful machine, I guess mm -hmm. that that we uh, know and love. She also did a great job on this too, Judy yeah. Dench. I mean, she ugh. she really pulls it off. Yeah. And we had to have the bitches dead, if you remember. That was uh, the last line of the book, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we had to have that book. in the film, and that was uh, something we told the writers we had to have. Yeah. He looks at it. He sees the little shells and bits of pieces. Memories of the beach. 
the Hanover back to cell phone territory. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? We yeah, talked what about was what we should do, what was going to be the message, and so forth. I think we got it right. So she left a message for him on her Mr. phone. Mr. White. For James. For James, absolutely. And of course, we get Mr. White very pleased with himself. Mm -hmm. He's got rid of everybody, and mm -hmm. <laughs> he's got his money. Remember this, uh, this house we found? Yeah. <laughs> That's a sort of slightly sinister look. Yes, it, it does. It, yes, it's it? on Lake Como. It's on, so and actually, that architecture yeah. is quite common in the big houses right yeah. around Como. I saw two or three others at the time. He's uh, this poor guy. Maybe you had him going, oh, dragging himself <laughs> across the thing, <laughs> getting all skinned up, and, all that. and he was big. Well, so he did game have pads. Yeah, I gave him pads. But he had his arms skinned on his hand, and he was. But he Terrific. was so game for it. He kept on doing it over and over again. You know, have to another take. <laughs> I say, come on. <laughs> I think you had to pull me in in the end. Smack my hands. And so for close, oh, it's great that gunshot, yeah. isn't it? Straight yeah. out of the blue. You don't yeah. expect it, which is terrific, you know. Yeah, this shot he had to do many times. Before and this, of course, was great, wasn't mm -hmm. it? It's worked brilliant. The shadow coming in. Yes, and finally we get the line. We do. Yeah. At finally. the end of the movie. He's and I remember we recorded the music, the Bond music. We all stood up and cheered didn't yep, we? And, yep. and at the recording session mm -hmm. because you haven't really heard the complete theme at all. The name's Bond. James Bond. Well, you did a great job and... and uh, you know, the whole crew, they were just well, fantastic. Well, you did a great job. And I think we all, you know, everybody enjoyed making the movie. And uh, fortunately, it turned out um, pretty well. Yeah, we got a good result. Yes. Uh, so we can't do, you know, for the 21st Bond, it's, a, it, you know, it's so it is strong bond, after it? all this. You know, it's, it just seems like a miracle. We're just very lucky. There's all our stunts, all those people. My God. Mm. It's always amazing how many people actually, uh, how many people actually contribute to a movie. Oh yeah, and and they're all they all make a major contribution. Not least the accounts department. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they keep us on the straight and narrow. They keep us on the straight and narrow. There's a couple of Wilsons on this one too. Oh, of course, Greg your and David, family, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, and um, Heather Banter, my uh, niece. Bob. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She was there, and she was on second unit, wasn't mm -hmm. she? Working with Alexander Witt. Right. A big uh, visual effects um, um, peerless did a wonderful job on it, and they delivered everything on time. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, our publicity and marketing, who always do such a great job. <laughs> They interfere with your life. They do, but you know what? They have a, I'm always coming around the set doing. Oh no, she, she's she's wonderful. I have to say. Yeah, Anne Bennett is one of our stalwarts. Oh, she because I remember she's been with us about uh, 15 years. About but, 15 years, yeah. But she was, you know, um, a very uh, high executive at UIP. You know, and, that's right. And, and she uh, took over from the, the the what was the fellow's name? The one that, I remember it was on Goldeneye. Gordon Arnell was our marketing head before Ann Bennett had the job. He, he recently oh, died. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, he died. Yeah. But she does a great job. A great Czech crew, by the way. I mean, yeah, they were. And the, the uh, 
the Steadicam, the Steadicam operator fellow. was, was um, fantastic, wasn't he? Was uh, fantastic, and the crew were great, and the the construction crews. I remember the the sets almost felt felt like they were real. They were so well constructed and so kind of heavy. Mm. Um, well, Peter Lamont, you know, he puts together a great crew, and then he gets great uh, people, and of course our Italian crews. Uh, a bit overmanned, but they got the job done. <laughs> Guido, I, I seem to remember Guido sort of wanting an assistant for every extra that we had. It was I can't remember, but but yeah. it's true. I mean, he had to go through six months of of organising it, and uh, they're so strict and Peter and Tyrrell are, you know, there's the catering. He's yeah, the crack. Oh boy, oh, essential, boy, yeah. essential. So and we got all the uh, mm. the songs. That's staggering how many people go to make a movie, but in something mm. like this, it clearly. With the amount of work that um, has to go into it, and not least, you're traveling to what five different countries. Boy, oh boy! And everyone requires its own setup and production, and all the problems. And Tony Way, of course, having to deal with. Oh, <laughs> and Callum well, McDougall, Tony yeah, Way. Tony Way and Callum. Sort of a Remember Tony important. going on about the uh, was he the admiral or somebody in, yeah. in uh, the Bahamas, Bahamas. Oh, having yeah. to deal to, with all the meet him all the time <laughs> bureaucracy and. Yeah, he handled that and and and, and uh, Italy and then. And um, Callum handled the rest of the yeah. production up back in the studios in Prague and London. Yeah, sometimes you know the uh, what goes on behind the scenes is um, staggering. Great, well, it was fun. Thanks, Al.